This is former football coach at Virginia Tech, Frank Beamer, and you're listening to Crunch Time. Believe with all your heart. Believe in yourself. Believe in each other. And believe that in four quarters, we're going to walk in this locker room, we're going to break the music up, and we're going to dance. From the studios of WPLY, in the middle of Central and Southwest Virginia, this is Crunch Time, your go-to program for area high school football and beyond. Now, your host and crunch creator, Carl York. Welcome to the weekend, high school football fans. It's Crunch Time, baby! That's better. (laughs) That's better. Man, you don't know how I work on that. (laughs) I'm telling you, I, I bet you drive down the road, don't you? Just doing I, yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Right. You know, I belt it out. You know, people think I'm well. <laughs> they may be right. <laughs> there you go. We won't go down that hey, road. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. Uh, no better way to celebrate uh, Thanksgiving week than high school football, high school sports. We love yes. it. Uh, man, we had some good football last night uh, with a couple of local games. We got uh, three crunch teams or three games with crunch teams playing today. Actually, there's five. Crunch teams playing in three right. games today. We had uh, three playing last night. We're going to talk about those. Uh, Christiansburg, man, getting it done against Lord Botetot. Wow. 34-7. That was a tough physical game. Yeah. You knew it was going to be. You knew it was going to be. But this is one of those scores that I think it kind of shocked everybody. Because, you know, you really look at that score and you look that, you know, basically Christiansburg just controlled everything last night. Yeah. And so I'm talking... You know, we were putting scores up last night and making sure everybody stayed informed. And that was the biggest comment was, wow, what's, you know, what's happening? Because here's a team that had won, what, nine in a row, 11 in a row here. So, and you're trying to figure out what's going on. And Christiansburg just kind of held their own last night and took care of business. Well, let's just say they didn't need any eye black. No. Because they all had black eyes when it was over. I'm sure. And uh, I, I saw Tanner Evans come to the sideline early on. He got hit pretty Pretty good. I saw him uh, take what? What do you call those things? You stick up your nose, and when it's bleeding. Oh yeah. Oh okay. You know, and he, yeah. He popped Big that pot. thing out, and he yeah he yes. was he was good to go after that. But it was it it was not a game for the um, the lighthearted. I mean, it was I'm sure you, you had yeah. to have a lot of heart to stay out there. And both teams fought like crazy. Really, both teams wanted to win it. Uh, the the blue team has just played inspired from the jump. Uh, the Cavs played hard, but I tell you the size. Of Christiansburg line is unbelievable. Okay, I mean their their tackles are both one six eight three fifteen. The other six four six five three fifteen. Yeah, and they don't get much smaller going in. No, I mean they got a freshman guard who's three thirty. Right, and these are not big guys that can't move. These are guys with great feet. And sure. And the other thing is they're physical. Right, they're not just standing out there taking space up. They're yeah. going after people. They're going after those linebackers. They're going after the nose guard and the defensive tackles. And so, you know, you have – and then you've got running backs. You know, Tanner Evans is a bowling ball. He's he a is. butcher knife Yes, rolling forward. Yeah, no, uh, we've had the opportunity to see him twice this year, uh, live and, in, you know, in yeah. living color. Yeah. And Tanner Evans, he is. He, he is their – you know, he's their team. When he gets rolling, like you said, he's just – he's all over the place. He handles his business. He gets into – to places that you don't think he's supposed to get into, but boy, when he does, he's gone. And as good as he is in football, they say he's much better in baseball. Really? So yeah. Okay. Yep. So well, you we know, he's not to... a tall guy. I mean, his strike no. zone. I mean, <laughs> if you're going to hit his strike zone, it's got to be you know 
Well, and that's the thing. When you have those smaller banks and yeah. you have those smaller full banks, it is that's their whole thing is that center of gravity. And it is hard to get these guys down sometimes. Yeah. And it's just based on their size. They're, you know, they're small, they're stocky, they're, you know, and they're moving fast. So it is hard to get them well, down. Well, you know, he is, uh, you know, he is like a fullback playing quarterback. He is. And he can throw it. He don't, can. Don't be fooled. No, don't be fooled about that. Um, but but when he gets, you know, he runs like a fullback. Yes. I mean, it's it's horns first. And, right. And, uh, and I take uh, Curtis Altizer also, their, their linebacker, their middle linebacker. Yeah. Of, you know, he, he runs back there too. And I mean... They hit the line with force. Yes. But we're going to talk more about that game here in a little bit. On the other side of the valley, Glenver. Ah, Glenver <laughs> lost a heartbreaker again to Appomattox, 38-34. to 34. Right. And this was one of those games that we kind of knew whoever had the ball last had this ball game. Yeah. And I'm sitting there with a minute to go in this ball game, and all of a sudden a young man gets the punt, and he takes it back in for a touchdown, and you're like, oh. Jackson Swanson. Yeah, you're like, Glenford's won this ball game. Yep. And then all of a sudden, that, you know, you get that flag on the field, and there's a block in the back. They bring it back. They never recovered from that. Wow. And, and it, in, in it, being there at the game. Yeah. And looking at the photos from the game, I mean, there was a block in the back. Yeah. I mean, oh, I no doubt about it. it. Yes. But it was the right call, but it was sure devastating to see him right. make that run, him being a senior. And yeah. thinking that, you know, that that was going to – but, you know, who knows what would have happened anyway because, like you said, it was last still a team minute. with the ball. Yeah, it was still a was minute. was going to win, right. And, and, you know, we saw everything in this game last night. We, you know, at one point you had, what, a 99-yard run back? 99.5. Yep, and then an 80-yard <laughs> run back yeah. on the next play. So yeah. this was one of these games to where it was, hey, we're going to score. We're going to score fast. We're going to score quick. I was really impressed last night with Glenver's kicker. I'm talking, he put up some good kicks last Tyler night. Pierce. Yeah, he put yep. up some good kicks last night and had, you know, a, a pretty decent game. However, Mario Rubio, yes. he matched him kick for kick. He did. Yeah. But I, I, I'll tell you what, Appomattox came in last night and they, you could just see it. They wanted it. And they really wanted it. Bad they always won. They wanted it seven times exactly. in a row. Yeah, you know, we were laughing on Greg's uh, show uh, this week when I was talking about this game going in. You know, there's there's several holidays over at Glenver. Right. You know, there's there's Halloween, there's Thanksgiving, <laughs> there's Christmas, and there's Appomattox week. That's it. Because they played Appomattox seven times in a row yeah. and lost all of them. Wow. And that's tough. And it you is. know, Appomattox, uh, they've been different ga- different games every time. They've been close. Right. Uh, all of them are close. But uh, And there's something about 38. You know, Appomattox knocked off Radford. 30. I think Radford was number three in the state. You know, they, they beat them 38-33 to 33 okay. last week. So I think if Graham wins today, they're going to have Graham. Right. If they score 38 on Graham, on Graham I mean, that, that defense is You're pretty strong. But, you know, when you've got a record like seven in a row over a team, that starts to get into a team psyche. And, yeah. and I tell you, it's not only the teams that are there, it's the teams that are coming up because all of a sudden that team gets it in their head. Well, this is Appomattox. Well, right. what have you done against Appomattox? We've lost against Appomattox. So you've got to somehow overcome this in the next couple of years because, trust me, you're going to see Appomattox again. Oh, absolutely. And you're going to play him again. But somewhere along the line, you got to get it out of your head. But, you know, going back to the first game, I mean, Christiansburg had to overcome Botetot. Because yes. Botetot had beat him three out of the last yeah. four. To end right. their season. So you, you have these things happening. And, and you know, people in high school sports think, well, you know, when, when in four years, at least every four years, you got a whole new group of kids. Sure. But, 
there's something about the institutional, yes, you know, uh, whatever's handed down uh, from class to class where it, it really is hard to overcome somebody that's beaten you a few times. Right. Well, and that's the thing, because those are the stories you hear. You know, if you handle somebody on your side and you're like, you know, well, we've beat them four times in a row, you've got the sense of, hey, we can handle our business. Right. But then you start getting that team, and we watch it with Virginia and Virginia Tech. You know, sure. Virginia Tech has dominated that series over the years. That's hard for you to say. It's very Coach. hard for me to say, trust me. <laughs> and, uh, but they've dominated, you know, and, and that's the thing at UVA. You beat Virginia Tech, you're a legend at UVA. And that's, you know, that's really sad to say, but like Bryce Perkins <laughs> is a legend because he beat Virginia Tech. He'll never, he'll never buy another drink at UVA in the, for the Whoa. rest of his life. That's the kind of significance. How do I get that situation? You got to win that ball game. You got <laughs> you to throw some touchdowns or get in that end zone. But go. no, those are those are the games that get into your mind and get in into your program. Right. That you're like, hey, I've I've got to beat this team. Right. And when it's lopsided like that, like you said, it could be years before the mindset of your team changes. Now, trust me, at Glimmer with the Doyad kid. I don't think it's going to be too long before this happens. This yeah. is, you know, this young man controls himself and has has a, a lot of talent and can really be, you know, beneficial to this team in the years to come. And Coach Clifford knows what he's doing. Well, you know, the interesting thing about that, too, is, you know, when these guys first take over a program, when Clifford came in there, you know, and I'm not speaking for uh, Kevin, Coach Clifford, but uh, I think what happens is a lot of times when a coach comes in, he identifies a rival that they can't beat. Correct. Then he builds a program to beat that rival. It used to be Giles. Sure. And Glenver finally got over the hump. Right. To where they could pretty much handle Giles year in and year out. Yeah. Now it's become Appomattox. Sure. Appomattox is the new focus. They've got to build a team. And you start when they're young. Right. You start developing an offense, a defense, because as long as, you know, they their coach and their staff stay in place, they're going to run the same thing. Had, That's it. Had a lot of success with it. Yeah, and like you said, it is a matter of just getting it out of the mindset. Once you overcome it, it's done. Yeah. You know that next year you're going to handle your business. You know the year after that you can handle your business. It's those lopsided, you know, you know, we haven't beat them in seven years. We haven't beat them in ten years. Right. Those are the games that just really eat at you. Yeah. But, you know, the kids, they didn't lose all seven. No, but it, it doesn't matter. It doesn't That's matter. That's right. That's it, what I'm talking it, about. Yeah, it is in that program to where when you hear that school, you know, who are you playing next week? Appomattox. How have you done against Appomattox? We've lost the last 10. In that kid's mind, he's not hearing, well, we're going out there and we're going. All he's hearing is we've lost the last 10. Yeah. So we kind of know what, you know, what's coming with Appomattox. And somewhere along the line, you just got to punch him right in the mouth and, you know, take care of business. Well, you, so. you make a good point with Doyot, the quarterback, Brody, yeah. the freshman coming up. He, you know, he's got his eyes on them. And right. and uh, we're going to see Glenberg get over that hump, I, I think. Hey, we also had uh, last Saturday a state championship game. We did. Uh, after our show. So we want to talk a little bit about that. North Cross avenged, la avenged last year's 36-26 loss to Atlantic Shores. Yes. With a 13 to nothing win. Look at that. I'm the telling Raiders. you, man. Oh, yeah, man. And that was a, it was a beautiful day. It was the you know, obviously the Division II uh, VISAA uh, championship. But we're going to talk a little bit more about that, too. Here. Okay. All right, so you're listening to Crunch Time, your weekly area high school football radio show for Central and Southwest Virginia. Let me set the studio. You heard him a lot so far. What? Coach Randy. What? <laughs> Our North Star over there. I don't know if he's north of me or not, but he looks like he's north. 
to his left, uh, and we're glad to have him, the one, the only Dave, the boss, Ross. Love it. <laughs> got some woo-woos in here. Exactly. Uh, to, beside him, you can hear him. He's, you know, doing the sound effects. Uh, we've got a special guest, Aaron Ewart uh, from Guaranteed Rate. Aaron, how you doing today? Great to be here. Good to see you again, Carl. Good to see you. I tell you what, uh, Aaron's a big sports guy. Yeah. Um, we're going to talk a little bit about Guaranteed Rate here in a, in a little bit in this first segment. But, um, um, you know, he is the, uh, what, the president of the PH Boosters? Yeah, the president of PH Boosters and the chairman of the Hall of Fame, as you know, helped us with our program that came in for the induction that we had of six athletes a couple weeks ago. So we appreciate you. Yeah, I tell you what, that was a great event, too. I mean, you had a star-studded lineup there. Yeah. And, and, it, and it spans across the... The ages. I mean, you you know, you had uh, somebody that played in the '60s. Yeah, Reuben Terry. Yeah. Right. So, so, anyways, uh, very cool. And and Aaron's uh, very involved in sports, uh, not just over at PH, but all over the valley. And uh, yeah, you know, absolutely, do a lot. I do. I've been playing soccer my whole life. Of course, I may or may not have got excited and busted a couple holes in the wall <laughs> watching England and the U.S. playing the World Cup last night. Uh, great result. We'll hopefully take Iran on Tuesday in advance. But the other football. Uh, absolutely. Roanoke is really growing, and it's exciting to see um, our outdoors is really pushing a lot of that economic development. But within that is, of course, the athletics. And it's not just the local city teams, the county teams. It's really the region, you know, all the way up to the NRV and Franklin County. So I'm excited to see the athletes really pushing the narrative here in the Valley and help help drive uh, Roanoke's name. You know, it's such a great learning experience. We talk about it all the time. I mean, there's a lot of that, that we all learned playing yeah. high school sports that we've held close our whole lives. Right. That, that have served us well in business, uh, in the community, in everything that we do. And that's why we do this show partly. And that's why we're involved in this is it's important. It's an important, important learning tool. You know, one of the things, Aaron, and explain to the listeners this morning. Oh, uh, no, <laughs> about the booster clubs, because a lot of times you see the trailers, you see the, you know, the buses and you really don't know. You know, if you're sitting in the stands, what the boosters do? It's been a big learning experience, as I've taken over as president uh, for the last six, eight months from Todd Ayers, who's done a, who did a great job. Uh, there's a lot to it. You know, yeah. gosh, the concessions and, you know, you're the senior night and you're trying to raise money and financials and getting people to be sponsors. You know, nothing that Carl doesn't know how to do, right, since we're one of your. But it's, it's, <laughs> it's very difficult. And, you know, every booster is not just your own school. You, know, you should, you should sure. be supporting them right. because they're supporting the student athletes. And that's really why we're here is not only to see these great games and, you know, watch these awesome finals and see my buddy Grant Doyad's son Brody, you know, play really well, but to, to build our community and build good men and women. And I think that uh, you guys are really pushing that narrative and I appreciate it. Yeah. And your guys over there, you're, you know, just because you're with PH. Your whole group's with different schools. No, absolutely. That's right. Thanks for reminding me. I'm not just a patriot, even though I do bleed <laughs> a little bit of that. But, yeah, Jason, my boss, he's a K-Spring guy, and Will went to Lord Botetod, and um, so we're all local guys. And, I, you know, I went to run a college, so I'm a big Salem supporter. Don't don't tell the boosters I said that. Uh -oh. I, I might get yeah. fired from my volunteer job. <laughs> Come on now. <laughs> they don't fire volunteers. <laughs> no, they no. Don't, no, no. I don't know. I, I've done some pretty amazing things in my life, you know, that could get me. But, uh, but no, we really appreciate it. And as I said, I think Roanoke is really growing. Um, you know, here at Guaranteed Rate, of course, you know, we do loans and, and for your mortgages. And as Roanoke population grows and our valley grows and, you know, our cool factor, if you will, is just going through the roof, and I'm really excited about it. But uh, feel free to give us a call at Guaranteed Ray. We'd be happy to help you with your loans and uh, get you in your dream house. That's awesome. These guys are great, and they do support our kids and our communities. And we're going to talk a little bit here in a, in a second, uh, a little bit more about that. But um, And also, beside, uh, beside 
uh, Aaron is our our man, uh, Jimmy Whitaker, Mr. MVP, uh, Mr. Crunch MVP. For great high school sports photos in Roanoke, Lynchburg, and the New River Valley, go to crunchmvp.com. How you doing, Jim Bob? Doing good, Carl. And uh, just a, a quick shout-out uh, with Christmas quickly approaching. Hey, go check out. So th- there's no better gift than to get a picture of your kid doing the thing they love. Uh, there's no better thing than maybe even having a collage that Ooh, has about 10 yeah. photos of the kid doing what they love. So uh, get in touch with me at Crunch MVP. So anyway, but great, great night. We enjoyed last night being at Glenver, and it's always tough when you see one of our Crunch teams go down. Um, so it's, we hated to see that. Now, you were not here last week, but uh, we owe you a steak from what I understand. That is correct, yeah. <laughs> yeah which I, thanks, Coach, Jimmy for Chalk, bringing that up. Jimmy uh, Chalk Whitaker, yeah. Yes, yeah. So, oh, yeah, chop steak. Yeah, there was really no clarification as to the steak. <laughs> there you exactly, go. There you you know. That ain't happening. Because uh, that was the uh, – I was the, the – the, by one game. By one game, I won the picking for, for yeah. Crunch. Look at you. So, yep. By one game. Thanks, Coach. Uh, and last weekend, last weekend wasn't here because I was uh, photographing the Star City uh, half marathon. Look at that. Which was really interesting. And it's a, it's a whole group of people that it's amazing that they do what they do and that they look as good as they do when they finish doing what they do. Okay. So, but it was a great, great morning for that. So. It's nice to be there. So, and you also shot volleyball championship yeah. volleyball in the afternoon. Did all three class one, two, and three state championships games. So, shout out to uh, Glenver for being back to back state champions. Shout out to Auburn for being a four peat state champion, mm, and a shout out to Hidden Valley for being runner up state champion in the three A. I did about a block of a marathon about a year ago. My ice cream started <laughs> melting. <laughs> Whoa, whoa. He, had, he had a record time in that block. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it was just, personal best. It didn't work out as well as I thought. <laughs> oh, that's great. All right, and thanks to all you fine folks out there for listening to us, us knuckleheads in here uh, every Saturday morning. We have a good time. We uh, we love doing what we do. Um, let's talk quickly about college. You know, UVA, obviously the UVA-Virginia Tech game was canceled. Yes. Uh, because of the shootings at UVA. Still feel so sorry for those folks up there and, and all they're going through. I, I tell you, it's, it's a tough world we live in right now. Um, but it was the right thing to do to cancel that game. The, you know, that's not as important as right. our young people's well, lives. Well, we had started hearing reports that there, a press conference was coming at noon, a press conference was coming at 1. Something broke down here. And we don't know what happened. I, we, everybody kind of thought this game was going to be moved to the third. And, you know, they would give everybody a week and things like that. I, I, I don't know what happened here to where this game just kind of, you know, broke down. They were trying their best to get this game in, and it just didn't work out. And I understand. Yeah. I completely understand. A uh, big shout-out to the New England Patriots and Robert Kraft as well. Uh, they have sent their jet down to allow these players to go to these funerals, then it's not costing anybody anything. Uh, they're picking up the price for it. That's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's a good call out. Uh, Liberty, New Mexico State, uh, kickoff at noon today. Davidson at the University of Richmond at 2. Uh, Coastal Carolina, JMU. Wow. Yes. That's at noon. We got all these noon games. ODU at South Alabama is also noon. So just naming some of the teams around the state, some of the bigger teams around the state and who they're playing. I tell you, it's a rival rivalry week uh, in college football. You got Michigan at Ohio State. Yep. Uh, you got Alabama and Auburn. That's always a good one. Georgia Tech, Georgia, uh, Notre Dame, USC tonight. Right. Yikes! That that'll be a good. Notre Dame's really improving. LSU at Texas A and M. Yeah. 
I mean, these are good games. Oregon, Oregon State, that's always a good one. So, um, all right. So, uh, we need to keep moving here along here. We want to get to uh, uh, to some of these other things going on. But um, let's talk about one of our uh, sponsors real quick, Virginia Furniture Market. Man, what a great sponsor they are as well. Uh, just do a great job. The thing I like about Virginia Furniture Market is they're big and they're local. Yes. You know, they've got several... Uh, different stores, uh, one in Bedford, one in Christiansburg. They've got four out at Rocky Mountain, including their uh, kind of their flagship store there. And I tell you, they just built a big warehouse out there. They're building another store out there. I mean, they are really moving and shaking, and uh, we're so glad to have them as a sponsor. And uh, I tell you, if, if you're looking for furniture, you're looking for anything for your home, that's where you need to start. I just got a couch from there recently. Huh? That's all. Yeah, right. Listen yeah. to that. For, for my dad, yeah, we love it for the family. So True yeah. story. It's so it, it's so great to work with those guys. Um, and again, uh, they're local and they, and they support our kids. They support our communities. Because what's going on online? Uh, Virginia Furniture, vafurnituremarket.com. Yeah, right now they're doing their Black Friday event. And even though it was yesterday, it still falls over into this weekend. You can go huge savings going on right now. And while you're over there, don't forget to put your name in for the $2,500 giveaway. Did you put my name in, Coach? I did. I did. Thanks. I spelled it R-A-N-D-Y-L-E-F-D. <laughs> oh, so, yeah. you know, I put yeah. your name in. And, uh, but, no, <laughs> but no, they're having this huge sale right now. It's going on. Uh, don't forget, Cyber Monday's coming up as well. Go to their website, vafurnituremarket.com. That's where it all starts. If you were sitting at home and you were looking for furniture, and trust me, they, they go through everybody. They go through Bassett. They go through, you know, it, it's amazing how many uh, Darcy, they go through a ton of furniture companies here just to help you find what you're looking for. So start there, vafurnituremarket.com. And like I said, as soon as you go to the page, you've got the young lady that pops up on the right-hand side on the bottom of the screen. You don't know her. Uh, I'll call her Susie. And <laughs> yeah. Susie starts talking to you and says, hey, how can I help you? And where do you want to start? And that right there, start right there, and she'll start helping you. Look at out. Coach dropping some knowledge, man. Knows his furniture. Know my furniture. Know research. Research. You know. It's easy cue over there. there exactly. All right, so we've got a special guest here today. Uh, we want to talk a little bit to Aaron Ewart from uh, Guaranteed Rate. Uh, welcome, Aaron. Um, you know, I tell you, it's uh, it's great to have our some of our advertisers pop in. You guys are a great advertiser. First year with us. We're really glad to have you. Uh, with us, but um, just tell us a little bit about Guaranteed Rate and what's going on. It's tough business right now, but I'm telling you, if you if if you've got a new home or you got a mortgage in your future, you need to start now planning. Absolutely, need to start preparing. And as I mentioned earlier, you know, Roanoke's growing. I'm excited about what's happening. So if it's not hitting right now on all cylinders, it's going to, and it will be soon. And as you mentioned, Carl, it's a good time to start pre-planning. You know, start saving away for your down payment. You know, looking at your credit. Don't go out and buy a $70,000 car. Uh, we, we had some lady one time, actually, getting ready to close, and she went out and borrowed like $1,000 for a tattoo. So that put a little ring. Uh, like, hey, all right, so don't, yeah. so don't do that. But uh, we're based out of Chicago. You know, we're national. But as I said, we're local guys. I'm PH and Jason's K-Spring and Lord Bought a Top for Will. So we know the area. Chances are we know your neighborhood. We may know the street you live on. Chances uh -oh. are we know a lot of your friends or your yeah. mom. And yeah. so don't do anything bad or we'll tell her. But we are uh, uh, have the digital mortgage. Of course, we can... Have you uh, insight in our house up here, not too far from uh, North Cross School, right there up from, from you guys. So uh, we're really excited about Roanoke and uh, just find your dream home. We've got a lot of great realtors in Roanoke and the Roanoke Valley Association of Realtors, a great job. So use your local experts, use your local knowledge, use your local lenders and use lo uh, guaranteed rate. Love to have you. 
That's awesome. I tell you, Will, the, the guy you're talking about at Botetourt, what a great guy. And he mm. played football out he there. Yeah. Um, and, and we don't give him enough love, but, I mean, he knows his stuff. He, he does. He's very intelligent. He, he gets a little carried away with his social media sometimes, but he's a, <laughs> he's a heck of a football player, and it's a super guy. I'm really happy to have him working with him. Awesome. Well, thanks so much, Aaron. Great to have you in here with us today. All right, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to have Christiansburg head coach Alex Wilkins on the line. So stay with us. You're listening to Crunch Time on WPLY. Hey, football fans, I'm Aaron Ewart, a loan officer with Guaranteed Rate right here in Southwest Virginia. Working with a local mortgage expert to navigate today's real estate market is more important than ever. Get pre-approved on our fast digital mortgage at rate.com forward slash Roanoke. Or call me, 540-353-4494, and our team will help you win. Equal housing lenders subject to credit approval. MLS ID 220576, company MLS ID 2611, nmlsconsumeraccess.org. Southern Air is your heating and cooling solution in your home and your business. Understanding how to maintain these systems is a career, and one you can pursue without spending a dollar on tuition or books. Whether you're a high school senior or looking to start a new career, Southern Air's apprenticeships pay you to learn a trade. HVAC, electrical, plumbing, sheet metal, welding, and more. You don't need a college degree to be a success. Learn more at southern-air.com slash careers today. Southern Air, your HVAC fix, since 1946. Southern Air, a proud sponsor of high school sports in Central and Southwest Virginia. Hi friends, Carl York here, your Crunch Time host. In addition to being passionate about local high school sports, I'm also passionate about the good work Boys and Girls Clubs of Southwest Virginia is doing in our community. Filling the gap between school and home for area youth by providing after school programs focused on academic success, good character, citizenship, and healthy lifestyles. Our clubs depend on local support to stay open and available to our families. We believe every child and teen deserves access to experiences and opportunities that change their lives for the better. As a Boys and Girls Club board member, I invite you to learn more and join me in making a gift today. Do so at bgcswva.org. Again, that's bgcswva.org. Hey, Roanoke, Chuck Baker here from Haley Toyota. It's our 19th annual Yes Member celebration. Yes, we have a great inventory of local trade-ins, certified Toyotas, and Haley Preferred cars to fit just about any budget. Yes, new inventories are still low. However, we do have a few Camrys, Forerunners, Highlanders, and trucks available for immediate delivery. Or order yours today. Come order yours now during our Yes Member event. Yes Member means saving thousands on your next new or used Toyota. And yes, Haley has it for less. Custard Stand Hot Dog Chili tastes good on hot dogs, nachos, burgers, fries, and more. Check out tailgate-friendly and dinner recipes on custardstand.com. Available at Kroger or a store near you. At Fuzzy Pickle, now is the time to set up your online merchandise stores for your business, school, spirit stores, fundraiser, and even your special events. Let Fuzzy Pickle do the work for you. They'll create an online store with merchandise that you have chosen. No more chasing down payments or calling people for sizes. They just go online and order what they want. This is also huge because you don't have to spend money on the merchandise up front. Keep your money in your pocket to grow your business. Stop by and visit Fuzzy Pickle at 1507 Apperson Drive. Check out their website at fuzzypickletshirts.com or call 540-302-4343 for more information. All right, welcome back.
Welcome back to Crunch Time, everybody. Um, we've got, hopefully, uh, Christiansburg head coach Alex Wilkins on the line. Coach, you there? I'm here. Man, are you have got to still be so excited. I mean, that what a game last night. I mean, what an effort against a really good Lord Botetot team. Tell us, tell us how important that win was to you guys and your team, not just to move on, but just, uh, you know, overall. Yeah, no, that was that was a uh, you know that was a very big win for our program. Um, you know, it really you know our loss to them last year you know is is the was the fuel to our fire really all off season. Um, so I know it meant a lot to our kids, and we had a lot of former players um, you know at the game last night that graduated that invested, and uh, you know unfortunately weren't able to to. Um, you know, reap the rewards of that against, you know, you know, that opponent. Um, but we were, we were happy to be able to do that for them last night and, and for the kids that were still on the team and their families, you know, just, it was great seeing the families just being excited and happy for their boys. Yeah. It was 28, 27 last year, but, uh, you left no doubt last night, 34 to seven. And I got to talk, we got to talk a little bit about your line. Your line is so dominant. I mean, they are big. There, no doubt about it. They're, they're as big as they come, but, but also so athletic. I mean, they've got great feet. And they're physical. We were talking about it earlier on the show this morning. I mean, they're not just standing there taking up space. I mean, they're going after people. How do you how do you coach that? How do you, how do you get those guys uh, to that to that point, Coach? Well, you know, honestly, we we just it, it's part it's a big part of our program. You know, our off season stuff, and, and we do. I mean, obviously, we we lift in season two, and you know, it's more than just lifting. You know, it's about it's about the footwork, but we develop them like we do our wide receivers and our skill kids. I mean, they don't do anything that's any different from anybody else. We try to develop, you know, the whole athlete. And, um, you know, one thing I always challenge, you know, a big kid, you know, that I ever coach is, you know, you, you can be good and cover people up um, just because you're big. But, uh, you know, I always tell them, you know, you know, make them fall in love with your personality. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, the, the old analogy, you know, you, you can be good looking, but, um, you know, make them fall in love with your personality too. So, you know, you got to be big, but then, but then if you can get off the rock too, um, that makes you pretty special. And we got a few that, that, that have bought into that and, and do a great job of that. I love that. I'm going to use that. Make them fall in love with your personality. I love that coach. That's, that's pretty, pretty <laughs> snazzy there. Um, Tell us about a, a couple guys who've stepped up this year. I mean, they, they've been in your program and have done well uh, the whole time, but really showed up last night, at least to me, were Tanner Evans and Curtis Altizer. Uh, what makes these guys so special? Oh, geez. Um, I don't, it's, it's hard to pinpoint. Um, you know, they're, they're, they're incredible football players. Um, they understand the game. Um, they're just you know, I throw the term around a lot with those two particularly, but like they're, they're just old school, um, you know, type football players. Um, and really it's beyond football. I mean, they're just old school competitors. Um, you know, you should come watch Curtis Altizer play basketball in fifth block, you know, on Friday, you know, um, you know, he's, he's probably the best basketball player in our school. He doesn't look like it, but, um, you know, he's just, uh, got a, you know, a competitor spirit about him and Tanner's the same way. Um, you know, but then on top of that, they're just really, they're strong athletes. They're quick, they're smart, and they've just been playing. They've been around ball fields their whole life. Um, they're not your, your average kid, um, this, these days and age. Uh, they're, they're just, uh, they're a throwback type of athlete that are just very skilled and can do anything. I mean, they, but those two kids could play just about every position on the field from punting to kicking to, 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 to blocking. Um, they're, they're just, uh, they're throwbacks for sure. You know, uh, there's no way Altizer doesn't foul out in the first quarter, though. I mean, he is so physical uh, in basketball. He he just 
I can't see him uh, backing off anybody on the basketball court or anywhere. Oh yeah, no, he's 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 five he's five thousand and out of there for sure. <laughs> <laughs> hey, they can't do it alone. Though. There's always a couple unsung heroes, especially in the playoffs as you move along. Who are we not talking about that maybe we should be talking about? Just maybe a player or two that you know really performed well, that did their job, that really made you go last night. That maybe don't always get the love. Is there is there a couple guys you can just throw out this morning, Coach? Uh, yeah, absolutely. The first ones that come to my mind, you know, we, we've got a junior, um, two juniors that, that come to my mind, and then one sophomore I want to shout out. The two juniors are, um, you know, Brody Blunt um, is, a, is a DB and receiver for us. Um, and, uh, you know, we, uh, we had a couple injuries and, and you know, just kind of looking at the landscape of our team going into the year, um, we needed a we needed somebody who could who could play defensive back for us and you know in the off season you're kind of joking around with kids you know hey what do you think about playing DB and uh, you know most kids just you know they, they they get that image in their head like oh, I don't want to get burned I don't want to get roasted or whatever but you know Brody saw it as an opportunity to stay you know to to get playing time on the field and uh, he bought into that and. You know, he, he's done a phenomenal job, number eight for us. Um, you know, just a very coachable kid. And, you know, he, you know he'll know, he be an all-district performer um, at a position that he's never played before. And I just, you know, him and his family have just been awesome. And, and I'm really proud of him. And, you know, another one that comes to mind is Noah Davis. Noah Davis plays uh, outside backer for us, um, number 28. And he is a junior. And uh, um, we've had a couple, again, you know, a couple injuries. Um and uh, he didn't really even honestly play very much for us for about seven football games. Um, and he got in at, at outside backer for us. Um, and uh, he has performed phenomenally well. Um, but it's no surprise. I mean, he works his butt off in the weight room, um, you know. And, and this was while he was getting very little playing time. You know, he, he was never phased by by uh, not getting the payoff on the field. He's a true blue demon. He loves the game. I mean, you could you watch him on film, and he could be on the backside of a play, you know, and you, you'll see him sprinting to the football, and, and his hand gets, you know, thrown up in the air when we tackle somebody just because he loves the game. The spirit he plays with is, is infectious, and uh, he's a big reason that we've been successful. Um, and then another one, Josiah Ratley, a sophomore. Uh, Thaxon Enley was a – you know, a, you know, one of our starting inside backers, you know, with Curtis Altizer, and he tore his ACL, unfortunately, um, against Hidden Valley. And Josiah was the leader of our JV football team. And, um, you know, we, he stepped in at inside backer. Um, and he probably doesn't weigh, you know, 160, 165 pounds. But, um, you know, I joked with him last night before the game, you know, and I already knew the answer. But, I, you know, I asked him if he was scared, if he was nervous. And, uh, you know, he just smiled. And, and he almost he almost looked at me like I was dumb. And I, I already knew the answer. But I, he played really well last night, and he has. He's, he's, he's uh, been our second-leading tackler, obviously, other than Curtis, um, since, since he's come in in about four or five ball games. So, you know, those, those guys come to mind, um, you know, right off the bat, just kind of stepping up and, and making big plays. For sure. You know, uh, another kid that, that really jumped out at me last night was this Robert McCray. Is that how you say his name, number 87? Yeah. I mean, that playing yep, defensive end, or, or I don't know if he was playing outside backer or defensive end, defensive line. I mean, he was beating blocks and really, uh, you know, had, had gotten a few stops for losses early on especially. Yeah, Robert is a very, very special football player. He's so long. He's literally longer than he is tall. I mean, his arms are so long, and, and we knew that was going to be a you know, key uh, to our defense um, last night. Um, on, you know, he always goes to our strong side, to a tight end, and they, you know, Lord Botetot obviously has a pretty good one and, and uh, number zero. Um, and, uh, you know, we knew that 
number one, we had extreme confidence that Robert could, could win his one-on-one, and that was going to be the key to you know us being able to control them um, offensively, and, and he's played very well. He's a uh, He's he's an interesting interesting player. He's he's unlike one I've ever coached. Um, he plays with a different emotion. Um, if emotion is even the right word, I'm not sure that's it. But it, <laughs> he's uh, he's one he's one heck of a football player. Um, I'm glad he's on his uh, on our team. Um, but he's he's as different as they come. Coach, this is Coach Leftwich. Let me ask you. You know, we started the show off today talking about how some programs you'll meet several years. You know, within a certain period of time, just kind of. You know, they get you every year. And it looked like Lord Botetot had got you for the last couple of years. How do you get your team into a mindset of going, hey, that's the past. This is your time. You've got to handle your business now. You know, honestly, um, you know, I don't know that there's like a recipe to do that. Um, it takes time. Um, it takes uh, takes heartache. Um, and, and it takes patience. Um you know, I was I wasn't sure. You know, I told our kids on Monday. Um, you know, after watching the film, you know, I just challenged them. I told them, I I said, guys, you're the better football team. Um, but it, you know, we felt like we were the better football team last year, and we didn't go prove that. Um, and you know, I was talking to a couple other coaches yesterday um, before the game, and it's just the hardest thing to do in sports. Like you can't you can't expedite the process of of the psychological in sports. Um, it takes time, and and uh, you know, I didn't know if our kid. You, sometimes you just don't know. I, you know, I knew when they when we had the kids report at two o'clock yesterday. I knew I knew that they were ready. Like you can you can get an idea of the energy that they carry themselves with, um, and that energy is not necessarily a, like a bouncing up and down. You know, like a typical high school kid and yelling and screaming and stuff. You know, it's just kind of a focus and and uh, you know ready to to compete at a high level and play fast. And you know, I knew at that point, but I was really nervous. You could ask my wife. You know, I was really nervous, um, anxious <laughs> leading up to the game. Um, you know, and, uh, you know, it, it's not an easy process, but, you know, to, to answer your question, it's, it's, uh, it's hard work. Um, and it's confidence, you know, you have to build confidence by working hard and challenging each other in practice and, uh, working hard in the weight room, uh, for sure. That would be the recipe that, that we bought into and our, and our kids were able to, to, to get it done last night. All right. And take the, from game one until now, what, is, what have you learned about these blue demons this year? Oh, they're, uh, you know, they're a resilient group. Um, you know, honestly, we had a lot of figuring out to do. You know, we probably didn't play very well early. I mean, we played everybody tough. It's not like we, you know, have played poorly. But um, I think, you know, you know, as every coach does, you know, a lot of your year is figuring out, um, you know, how to get your best 11 um, on the field, on offense, defense, and special teams, and put, you know, your, your playmakers in a position to be successful. And that was a growing process for us. Um, you know, particularly offensively, defensively, we've stayed pretty consistent most of the year, but, you know, we, we had to, you know, we had to lose a couple football games, you know, we, we, um, um, you know, we had to figure some things out, you know, and one thing I always tell our kids is, and I learned this from, you know, you know, Mike Clark, when I played at Bridgewater's, you know, never let a loss beat you twice. So the losses that we had this year calloused us and, and, um, you know, allowed us to, to, you know, go in and reflect about what we needed to do to, to be the best football team we can be. You know, on on game day, we always have our uh, go-tos, and uh, we just got finished with Thanksgiving. On Thursday, what was your go-to? What was the one thing you kept going back to over and over? Turkey stuffing, what was your go-to on Thanksgiving? Oh, <laughs> uh, you know, I... You know, I'll eat my weight in mashed potatoes on uh, <laughs> on Thanksgiving. Uh, I, 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 
I love mashed potatoes. I, I, I do. Um, you know, a little turkey, um, you know, and then we, we do a couple uh, at my, my wife's family. So we do both of the grandmas and, um, you know, uh, you know, I do turkey on the first one and then I hit up the ham on the second one. So, you know, you kind of keep the, you know, the sensory adaptation, you know, to, to a minimum and try all the stuff. And Coach, you're in great shape. I mean, how can you eat all that? I mean, I just look at turkey and, you know, I, I put pounds on. So you must uh, you must still work out quite a bit. Well, you know, hanging out with high school uh, high school boys um, all day will will keep keep you pretty active. <laughs> He's Christiansburg head coach Alex Wilkins coming off a big win last night over Botetot thirty four to seven, and then heading on to uh, wow the state semis. You're you're going to find out who you play tonight uh, when when uh, uh, LCA and Heritage uh, square off. So, coach, thanks so much for your time. We really enjoyed having you on, and good luck. No, I appreciate you guys for, for highlighting, you know, our athletes in our area um, and surrounding areas. You guys do a great job, and um, it does not go unnoticed. Thanks, Coach. Thank you, Coach. Wow. All right. I tell you, you know, he, he dropped some real knowledge. I mean, some of those things he was talking about, uh, you know, get to know their you know, get them to know your personality, not just your, I, <laughs> exactly. lo- I love yes. those expressions. I yes. mean, and, and uh, don't let a, a loss beat you twice. You know, we say right. that all the time too, but, uh, you know, you got to keep preaching it. You got to keep yeah. uh, talking about it to your kids. And, and, uh, they, they did play inspired last night, you know, uh, hats off to coach Harless and the Botetourt Cavaliers they had a great season. They did. Uh, had a, uh, unbelievable season. You're knocking off riverheads, knocking yeah. them out of their, um, straight win, record uh and and really had everything going for him but it was just a really good game that just didn't go Botetot's way but but uh Christiansburg will represent us well yeah Botetot will be back there's no doubt in my mind they've got some you know they've got some talent up there and they'll be a force to reckon with next year as well speaking of a force to reckon with what Uh-oh. a great segue Uh-oh. Salem Civic Center one of our truly great sponsors we appreciate the Salem Civic Center and all they do all they do uh today and tomorrow the last two days of paranormal search. We think. We think. Yeah, oh, they keep yes. extending it. Yes, because they keep selling these back. shows out. Yes. Yeah. Oh. So, uh, anyways, I tell you, when you see the tents, Jimmy, you you saw the tents. Yeah, you, I saw the tents last Saturday, and I could hear noises. Yeah. <laughs> now, I don't know if I was the only one hearing the noises, but okay. there was noises coming out of there. Yeah. Huh? No, I think they've sold out just about every show up there. Wow. So, yeah, a lot of people like this event going on up there. Sounds like Jimmy had the experience without paying for it. (laughs) I heard all I needed to hear, but it was interesting, that's for sure. Uh, So, anyways, uh, maybe the last two days. It looks like this weekend they're they're the last two days, but they could extend it if they keep selling out. Yeah. I don't think they're going anywhere. Uh, So, again, the Salem Civic Center brings you such great entertainment uh, in the area. So, check that out if that's your thing. And then December 2nd, Roanoke Symphony Orchestra, the Holiday Pops concert. What a way to start to really get into the Christmas mood. Uh, we've got a great symphony here, and they do a great job. December 10th, the Salem Holiday Market. So, again, you know, if you need to do some Christmas shopping, that's yeah. a great place to be. Uh, and then i, I, lo- I got to bring this. January 6th or the 8th, the Stampede Championship Rodeo. Look at that. I love the rodeo. I do. I mean, it's just yes. really cool. Uh all right, so uh, we're going to take another quick break here, and when we come back, we're going to talk about the games last night and and actually probably get into the games today, too. So uh, stay with us. You're listening to Crunch Time on WPLY. 
This is Tater Benson with MKB Realty. For decades, my game plan was to win. Win on the wrestling mat, win on the football field. Now it's time to win in the real estate field. My coaching days are way behind me now, but my goals have not changed. Now the goal is to win in all of your real estate endeavors. Whether your transaction is big or small, I can handle it all. If you need a real estate agent who refuses to lose, put me in your game. Call me direct. Tater Benson with MKB Realty. 540-353-7173. Jimmy Whitaker here, and one of my favorite restaurants is Bellasino's Pizza and Grinders. At Bellasino's, fresh is no gimmick. They bake their bread from scratch every day using the same scrumptious Grandpa Sam bread recipe since 1959. They have everything from grinders, pizza, salads, and appetizers that are made to order. Lunch or dinner, it's Bellasino's, Belleville, and Roanoke. When today is unpredictable, staying focused on your long-term financial goals matters more than ever. Count on your Ameriprise Financial Advisor for personalized, goal-based advice to help you navigate now and stay on track for tomorrow. Call Ameriprise Private Wealth Advisor Stuart Barnes with the Mirius Group, a private wealth advisory practice of Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC, at 540-769-0052. That's 540-769-0052. Offices located at 3130 Chaparral Drive, Roanoke, Virginia. Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC. Member FINRA and SIPC. At Boxley Materials, we have a long-standing reputation of fair pricing, reliable service, and a willingness to work closely with our clients. Let us show you how Boxley can work for you. 1-800-442-8878. Boxley is a proud supporter of high school football in Central and Southwest Virginia. Interested in joining our team? Visit boxley.com forward slash careers. Custard stand hot dog chili tastes good on hot dogs, nachos, burgers, fries, and more. Check out tailgate friendly and dinner recipes on custardstand.com. Available at Kroger or a store near you. All right, welcome back to Crunch Time, everybody. Man, we're having a great show. It's flying along. We're talking about a lot of great stuff. And and uh, um, I want to talk a little bit about the Dogwood Restaurant before we start talking about our games. Keith Poff, Jamie, Jessica, Senna, Brittany, Dave, you know, Dave, the the uh, uh, William Bird expert over there. Uh, if you if you got any William Bird questions, go to Dave. And Carmelita. Yeah. Carmelita. I just love the sound of that name. I know. It makes me hungry when I hear it. (laughs) I mean, I can, you can smell the cooking back there already. I mean, it's just uh, all fine folks do a great job. Um, I I tell you, uh, they got the best hamburgers in town. Oh, easily. And, and I, you know, Keith, I think, uh, Keith Poff actually way back when said, that's one of the things I'm going to stand for. I'm going to have the best hamburgers in town. I heard that later. Um, but we've we've experienced it. I stand with him on that. So we're yeah. gonna yeah. So we're you know when we uh, take Dave Ross over there to eat and give Jimmy his chopped steak and yeah. coach his Salisbury steak and <laughs> exactly and potatoes and onions. <laughs> potatoes and onions. <laughs> when we pay off on this thing, we we need to do that. We're gonna have a good time over there. We'll see them all. But um, but I mean they they have such variety. I talk about this all the time. Pork chops, smoked bologna, uh, Hawaiian chicken, Caribbean chicken. Fried catfish, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, a lot of great sides. Carib, you know, uh, just just a lot to to choose from, and it's it's just like your mom's back there cooking. Yes, which is really cool. Speaking of sides, uh, was in there Monday, 
and I went all sides. I had Whoa, uh, I had a vegetable you. plate. Okay. Yep. So nice. great vegetable plate, and nothing better than their cornbread that goes with it. So so it's a nice. Nice meal. I can't do just vegetables. I was there. about to say you can't stop getting old, can you? When you go in and order the vegetables, <laughs> you know, when you say it's just like mom's, man. it is. Mom made it is brown beans, mashed potatoes, green beans, cornbread. Look mm. at that. That's good yep. stuff yeah, that's right cool. there. That's can you cool. tell I'm a little hungry right yes. now? You're just making us all bit. hungry. Yep. All right. So, um, all right. Let's talk about. Uh, let's let's start with the Division Two VISAA State Championship. Uh, Last Saturday, after the show, um, Graham Whitaker and I went over and took that one in, and what a, just what a, a great game! I mean, you know, North Cross has really just scored as much as they've wanted all year long, and they really struggled against a good Atlantic Shores team. And Atlantic Shores is the same way, and they certainly struggled. They they got blanked. Uh, North Cross won this one thirteen to nothing, and uh, it was just a you know one of those games. It was nothing, nothing at halftime. Uh, you know, uh, North Cross uh, lost to that same team in the state championship last year, 36-26. Yeah. So it was just something where, you know, you just felt like something had to give. And and uh, I tell you, Ian Can, um, he was the man. He he broke the game open on the opening kickoff of the second half with uh, an 86-yard touchdown return. I, and I'm telling you, he literally hit or was hit by everybody out there. He bounced off people. He mm-hmm. spun. He twisted. He put his paw down. He kept going, and they couldn't get him down. He's not a big guy, but, I mean, he really took over the game right then. That made it 7 to nothing. Um, you know, we talked to Coach uh, – we listened to Coach Alexander after after the game, and he said <laughs> – Coach Alexander said, I'm very relieved. This this team deserves it. Uh, they've gone through it, and he was just he was just super happy. Um but you know it was seven to nothing, and then um, North Cross uh, added to that lead uh, again with uh, um, Connor Lang, the quarterback, hitting uh, Ian Can again on a, lo- a long eighty-yard pass. Finally, got behind uh, the defense, and then that led to a nineteen-yard touchdown pass from from Lang to Zach Morgan, where he was interfered with. The guy was hanging all over him; he still caught it. Um, now the extra point was missed, so that's how we got our thirteen to nothing. Uh, and the extra point, the, the kicker is Ashton Cornette. And, and I, I want to bring up his name because, he, you know, he made one, he missed one. But uh, his punting was huge in the game. Okay. Mm. He had five punts for around a 40, I don't know, 41-yard average. It's always windy nice. at that field. Yeah. So, you know, half the time you're kicking with the wind, the other half you're kicking into it. So 41.6-yard average is pretty good. Um, and then on the defensive side of the ball, Shannon Taylor's troops, just uh, they were stellar. Uh, you had Chase Mc. Uh, Chase Daniel, uh, number 53 out there, 10 solo tackles, a pass breakup. Um, you know, the Raiders needed all hands on deck, so the defense all played really well, but Chase Daniel really led him uh, at his linebacker position. He he kind of took over on that side of the ball. And then uh, in the second half, freshman uh, Tristan Lang. Little brother. Little brother stopped uh, one of Atlantic Shores drives with a fourth down interception over the middle, a nice play there. And then Hans Hammer. Uh, the Virginia Tech mm-hmm. commit, the big tackle, uh, offense and defense, ended another fourth-quarter uh, drive with a 10-yard sack of the Seahawk quarterback. So um, I tell you, when when Alexander at the end, he, he boiled it down to, I'm just thankful to get the rematch and thankful to come out on top this time. There was a lot of relief in his yes. voice. Oh, it, yeah. It wasn't, you know, he was very, and I think you'll agree with this, he was very conservative the way he called the game. Okay. He was trying not to... Um, 
you know, uh, to give it to the other team. You know, right. I mean, he he really called a pretty smart game. He got the lead, and then he just kind of held on to it. He added to the lead. But, um, you know, he's a, he's a wide-open coach. He likes to throw it. He likes to do a lot of things. He didn't do that. No, he didn't do that this game. And this is, this is a game that was very different for them because if you take a look at uh, their schedule this year, they had eight games where they scored over 44 points. Yeah. They had five games where they shut the teams out. So this was one of those games when you when I saw this score of 13 to 0 you're kind of like wow e- either this was a huge defensive battle or they just ate clock up right and so you just kind of knew this wasn't coach Alexander's you know way of playing his games because his last four or five games have been you know 48 6 51 0 he likes to put the pressure on you and boy he'll run up a score on you in a heartbeat if he can get away with it. But, boy, 13-0, to yeah, he changed his whole game plan. Yeah, and for those of you who've uh, not seen it, the uh, it was a very clever, and I hate, I'll say this, it was Carl's doing, but very clever crunch cover. Uh, Ian Can is the young man's name that, you know, calls some havoc for Atlantic Shores. But he's on our cover of the, of the crunch this week and uh, appropriately titled Ian Can. Can do. Yeah, can do, right. Can do. So that's pretty cool. I like that. And uh, anyway, for pictures of the game, crunchmvp.com, go check them out. And you can see you can see the celebration and the whole bit. Nice. Great game. I like yeah, it. Yeah, I, I tell you. And, and so back to Coach Alexander, I mean, let's give him credit. I mean, yeah. he did something that he doesn't typically do. He coached and he called a different game to right. win that game. Yeah, and sometimes you have to. Yeah. You know, that's the thing because, trust me, Atlantic Shore is probably sitting there going, look, this team, you know, they're going to throw it, they're going to run it, they're going to do everything they can to us. And Coach Alexander sat there and said, yeah, we're going to run it, we're going to throw it, but we're going to be a little conservative this, you know, on this day, and we're just going to kind of eat some clock up, take our time. And they just changed the whole game plan, and I think that probably hit Atlantic Shore in the mouth going, what do we do? We didn't prepare for this. Well, I think Shannon Taylor on the defensive side, you know, he's aggressive too. Yeah. He, he, to me, to my eyes, you know, he changed the way he approached it too. He didn't really attack all the time. He, right. he They played smart. You know, Tristan Lang got that interception in the middle of the field. The, the linebacker dropped back into coverage um, in the fourth quarter. And then, um, you know, he turned his big boy loose, Hans Hammer, uh, yeah. to get the sack and but they weren't always pressing up because, right. you know, Atlantic Shores had a good running back, a little guy who could really, uh, really scoot, and they were, they didn't want him to get behind okay. them. Right. Uh, so they just played a different kind of game. But I, I, that's a real credit to that coaching staff. I mean, they they just played a really smart game to win that one. Yeah, good win, state yeah. champions. All right, so let's talk about uh, some of the games last night. Christiansburg, uh, Lord Botetot, Christiansburg, thirty-four to seven. Um, this was a little bit of a shocker. I know it was a shocker for the home crowd over there in Daleville. Um, but uh, this was really a, a Curtis Altizer-Tanner-Evans uh, game. Altizer finished nine carries for 115 yards and a TD. And Tanner-Evans, uh, 21 carries, 118 yards and three TDs. And if you haven't seen these guys, they're, they're, um, they're as wide as they are tall. Right. I don't know how to say it better than that. I mean, they, they, when they hit the hole, they hit it. Yeah. Uh, and uh, they they are physical guys. They they run hard. Uh, Tanner Evans played quarterback. He can he can certainly throw it as well. But 
Um, they all ties are early on just could not be tackled. Uh, they would get him and catch him, and then he just kept driving, kept, and they couldn't knock his uh, his legs out from under him. He, I don't know how many extra yards he got the first four or five carries he had just by not refusing to go down, and that right. really set the tone for the night. Um, but again, those two guys were really really the key. Um, you know, Christiansburg scored uh, on an Altizer fifty three yard run. Uh, in the first quarter uh, to start the scoring, and then Evans scored twice in the second quarter on a five-yard run and a one-yard run. It was 21 to nothing before Botetot knew it. Uh, Botetot came out, though, in the second half. They, they stopped did. them. Uh, they stopped Christiansburg, and then they took over and nicely uh, finished off their drive with a one-yard TD run. That was really the pivotal right. point. Yeah. Was Botetot going to make a run at them? Could they keep, uh, keep, could they control Christiansburg from there? And they really just couldn't, um, you know, 21 to seven, but uh, Christiansburg added two more touchdowns in the fourth Evans on a 20 yard run. And then J Ron Thompson caught a three yard pass from, from Tanner Evans as well. So that got us to our 34 to seven. They missed the last uh, extra point, but I mean, just a, I mean, a, a tough game. I can't say it enough. And they're going to need that going into the next game because they're going to either be playing LCA or Heritage. Yeah, the trust winner me. tonight's game. Yeah, you're going to need it in the next game. Uh, when you take a look at their playoff run so far, you know, they have they had Abington first, beat Abington 35-7, to Stanton River 28-0. to And then, you know, they got uh, Lord Botetot last night 34-7. This is a defensive team. Yeah. Boy, they're not giving up any points right now. You're, you might get one touchdown – if that, and you know, this is when you get Heritage or you get LCA next week, boy, that defense better show up because these teams can score on you quick, and uh, you know they've got the weapons to score on you. I, I know right now with LCA, we're still waiting on you know Gideon mm. to see if he's getting ready, you know, to play. From what I'm understanding, he's still in that soft air cast, mm. and I don't know if we're going to see him, but that changes the complexity of LCA. Gideon Davidson, yeah. a, he's a he's a game changer. Yeah, so that yeah. changes the complexity of LCA. But then I'll send you a message tonight as soon as I yeah, see Yeah, let him. me know. Yep. But then I on will. the other side, who do you have? You have Heritage. And, boy, Heritage can reach up and get you at any night. You know, they, they, they just – They gave LCA a great run their yeah. first game, too. 14 so. to 6. I 14 mean, to close. 6. Yeah, no, they have this team that you, you kind of forget about Heritage a little bit sometimes because here lately it's kind of been LCA, EC Glass – You'll throw some Brookfield, and then all of a sudden, here comes Heritage right up through the middle. Now, Brad Bradley, you don't want to play him in the playoffs. No. I, I, trust he me. He knows how to win. Yes. That is one man that you don't want to see in the playoffs because he'll get you. Each week, he'll get you. Well, to your point, Christiansburg's defense, they held Botetot to 42 yards rushing. Last that'll night. do it. 26 yeah. carries on 42 yards rushing. Yeah, that'll uh, do it. That's, that's big time. That that In a nutshell, if you could just pull out one stat, that's it. Right. That's how we got we got where. And, and Botetot... Turned the ball over twice. Yeah. Christiansburg did not. So well, you take that Patrick Henry game. And Dave, were you did you cover the Patrick Henry case? Christiansburg. No. no. Okay. No, not. Okay. But you know, we've seen Patrick Henry a couple times this year. Patrick Henry's got a lot of talent. Yeah. And boy, I think that's the game that kind of readjusted them to where they settled in and said, look, you know, we you know, we got beat by PH thirty three to fourteen. And I think they resettled and, you know, readjusted and said, hey, here we go. We're going to make our run now. Boy, they made a run, you know. Well, 
one of the interesting, and I almost said it to Coach Wilkinson when he was on the line, but I didn't. But um, one of the things, you know, we we Carl and I were, I think, at the Abingdon game when they played, and then okay. I've seen them play, you know, one other time, and I saw them play against Cave Spring. And right. The the interesting thing was is the team I saw at the beginning of the season is not the same team I saw play against Cave Spring. I Correct. mean, they've got different players in and out, you yeah. know, at different positions. So if Christiansburg is coming together. As it appears they are. Now. Yeah. It's yeah, a it's perfect scary. timing. Yeah. It's yeah. scary. Yep. Hey, uh, Dave, talk about uh, Lord Botetut the, this year. I know you've seen him a couple times. They've seen him against class early on. You saw him later in the season as well. Yeah, really, Jamie Harless team. But um, Jakari nicely really led him. Well, yeah, that was, a, you know, they have that uh, tough physical football team as well. And the thing about it is that's what really uh, – showed me in that Christiansburg game when you limit them to that kind of yardage and the fact that, uh, you know, they they three playoff games, they've basically given up like 14 points or whatever. I mean, that's, that's tough because, you know, when you get into the playoffs, and I don't care what team it is, these are teams that have played well enough to get into the playoffs. So uh, to do what they did, shows me a lot and uh you know you think that uh that's just a that, that that's tremendous and you know you th- think of coach wilkins and of course before him was the guy who's the ad tim cromer tim cromer yeah he had some he had some very good football teams as well so you know they've built up a decent tradition there you have some ups and downs but it's it's uh you, you know they they really showed their merit by that win and you hold whatever it was Jakari nicely to six yards I mean that's that's incredible yeah coach Kramer was on the sidelines and he was pretty excited he can't he can't contain himself he's still a football coach even though he's not really coaching football right now just the AD duties but um he was pretty excited about it all right we've got a few um interviews here we want to play uh let's listen to coach Wilkins talking to the media after the game first here so go ahead coach Literally, honestly, just love, man. I love our kids. So proud of them. This is for our seniors last year. This is 372 days uh, in in the working. Um, our kids worked their tails off, and they wanted this. Um, just so proud of our kids. Tanner Evans, huge tonight. How do you explain his play tonight? I mean, it's the same question every week and the same answers. He's just phenomenal. I mean, he's a great kid, smart, leader, tough as nails. I mean, he can he can play any position on the field. He's just, he's just incredible. I mean, when I got the job here, as an emphasis six years ago. You know, if we want to win, we have to go through them. So we, it starts in that weight room right there, and our kids bought into that. I mean, we do, it's year-round. I mean, that's a model that they developed and, and that we have to aspire to beat, and I'm just proud of our kids for doing that. Um, it's hard to come from the bottom and work your way to the top. It's the toughest thing to do in sports. Um, the psychological part of having to go through and beat a team that's beaten you, you know, so many years, um, and, and our kids did that. Yeah, you talk about being from the bottom. How much does this be special to you as a coach? I mean, it, it's just incredibly humbling. You just become so appreciative of your kids and my family and their families. And it's just a it's a whole community thing. It's parents, you know, driving them to workouts at 630 in the morning. I mean, it's just it's it's bigger than me. It's sure, sure as hell bigger than me. It's just the whole program. And I'm really, really proud. I tell you, it's great to hear. Uh, great to hear his excitement and the band playing in the background. You you noticed something, Jimmy, in that? Yeah, I mean, and it was something that jumped out at me. I mean, he when we spoke to him earlier this morning, he was obviously you know saying, yeah, we've had this on our calendar, but 
Little did I know that not only does he have it on the calendar, he actually has the number of days, 372. So if that's not something that's in your mind, (laughs) then I'm sure it was in every player's mind. Well, it tells you how big that game is. Yeah. Because he is literally, like you said, 372. That wasn't something he just threw out there. That was something (laughs) that he's been living for 372 days. Yeah. He's yeah, breathing. No. no wonder he sounded so good this morning. Exactly. Yeah, that's <laughs> off his shoulders. off his back. Yeah, yes. no kidding. All right, Congratulations. We also have, we also have Curtis Altizer, uh, linebacker, running back for Christiansburg. Let's listen to Altizer here. Early on, I mean, you put the whole team on your back. You, you were running hard. They could not get you on the ground. Did you come into the game thinking you were going to do that? I knew. I got our team. I just got to help my team out. We got to get as many yards as I needed. Come out to play. So you guys really took it to them. I mean, uh, did you work on that uh, during practice? Or, I mean, very aggressive, but you've been aggressive all year long. Yes, sir. It's got to be physical. Just knew we had to be physical. They're a, good, they're a really good team. Yeah. Stop you, that run game. Are you excited about the next one? Oh, yes, sir. Okay, ready. I'm ready. I am ready. <laughs> What's it like running behind that line? They're huge. Yeah, I love it. They, they give me the holes I need. They just follow my blockers and let's, let's go. Yeah. You know, uh, you and Tanner Evans are like a one-two punch. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's amazing what you guys can do out there. Uh, do you got kind of feed off each other? Yes, sir. His energy and then my energy just meets together. If he gets going, I get going. Yeah, I get going, he gets going. It's just it's a package. So, and, and talk about defense. You like defense better than offense or offense better than I like, I like defense. <laughs> I, I like it. I like it. Yeah, I can tell. Yeah, he likes hitting all right. Yeah. And he hits on offense, too. He runs into people. Uh, Great to hear his excitement there, too. Let's listen to Tanner Evans. We also caught him after the game. So, uh, talk about this win, man. That's that's huge over Botetide. I mean, that's who you always run into, and you guys have slowly gotten better and better every year. But talk about this win. This is really big for me because freshman year, lost to Botetide here. Last sophomore year, lost to Botetide at Christiansburg. And then coming out this year and just finally getting over the hump and beating them. I mean, I think people think you've been in high school for like 10 years. <laughs> um, so, I, I asked uh, Altizer this, too. Do you like offense or defense better? You're a hitter. I think that's the key to you guys. You, you like to hit. You like to be physical. Yes, sir. Talk about the, uh, the line, though. I mean, your line is huge. And I know, you know, since you've moved back to quarterback and Cam's gone out to wide receiver, it's really kind of changed the way you guys attack. Um, I'm sure you like being back at quarterback. Yes, just going back to quarterback and then people stepping into leadership roles and the team just coming completely together and started playing. I tell you, he's a cool, calm dude, and yeah. uh, he's he's key to, to them moving forward. Uh, both those guys, uh, really very physical. I mean, when they get done, they're both limping. They, they give it all. They leave it all out there on the field. All right, I got one more clip here. This is actually Coach Wilkins talking to his team after the game, and, and he gets emotional. I mean, it's really cool to hear this. Uh, you don't often get to hear this when you're up in the stands. It's bigger than football. It's way bigger than football. It's about family. It's about community. It's about work. It's about effort. It's about belief. Just, you know, I didn't know. I didn't know. I told you guys earlier in the week I was nervous. I told you because I just didn't know. The hardest thing to do in sports is to, is to overcome the psychological. All right? Were we ready? You know? You just don't know until you're there. You just don't know. We answered it. Yes, sir. And you proved you can beat a great program, okay? But I'm going to ask you something. Are you satisfied? I'm not in this for more victories, and it ain't just about beating them, okay? I knew that's who we had to go through, okay? 
But I told you guys last week, we can we can play with anybody. We can beat them. We're a better football team than they were. I told you that. And yes, I told you guys at the beginning of the year, you can play with anybody in the state of Virginia. Yes, sir. But you got to believe it. You got to work for it. Okay? But I'm just so incredibly proud of you guys. I'm so incredibly proud of the coaching staff. You guys just do not know how blessed you are. You just don't know how blessed you are. Um, the coaches care about you. They love you. They invest so much in you. Um, this week and Thanksgiving, and what you know, it, we were honored, but it's not easy. You know, taking time away from your families. I mean, it's just incredible. Very, very, very proud. Very proud. Um, honored to be your coach. Always have been. I tell you, it's great. It's it's just great to hear that. I mean, you don't often get to hear that when you're up in the stands, but that's that's the kind of uh, connection these guys have with their players and the players have with the coaches. And that's uh, a, that's the kind of coach I'd want to play for. Absolutely. I mean, I tell you, absolutely. Yep. All right, we're going to jump to the next game, uh, the other uh, area local game, Appomattox uh, over Glenber, thirty-eight thirty-four. I'm going to pitch this over to Jimmy. He's going to talk about this. He and Graham covered that one last night. So, Jimmy, take it away. Yeah, it was uh, you know a great evening for football, and uh, just some just some notes that I would come through here. You know, um, from the beginning, both teams were virtually yard for yard. Uh, Glenver's Tyler Pierce would kick a field goal, and then Appomattox's Mario Rubio would boot one two. Uh, this trend kept up, you know, most of the night. Uh, the the player that really stuck out for Appomattox is Jonathan Penix. Uh, he had a record-breaking 99.5-yard rush that was immediately followed by then Jackson Swanson's 90-yard kickoff return. So within a matter of seconds, we I can tell you, within a matter of seconds, every referee on that field was looking for air because they, yeah. <laughs> they were running everywhere. So, uh, But then uh, Glenver's Tyler Pierce you know, drilled four field goals, uh, but again, Jonathan Pennick scored four TDs. Uh, which left the Highlanders trailing about, you know, by four points late in the fourth. Then after a huge Glimber defensive stand, uh, Jackson Swanson then took that punt, curled around the corner. Uh, but then, of course, you know, we spoke about this earlier. There was a blocking in the back, and it was pulled back. And, of course, it was pulled back to around the 43. And then, you know, it was a couple of late-game turnovers, you know, by Glimber that – you know, ultimately, um, you know, was the demise of the of the game, which which ended up, you know, Appomattox coming out on top. And just some uh, just some quick stats that I would give you for Appomattox on rushing. Um, you know, the big rusher for the evening was Jonathan Penix, had 16 carries, 192 yards, four TDs. He was also an excellent defensive player. I yeah. mean, he had some interceptions as well. Uh, some others that I would push out as far as. Um, passing uh, was concerned. Grayson Peterson was five for six and he had 74 yards, one TD. And then on the receiving end, um, you had um, you had a DeMonte Fleshman. He had uh, two catches for 25 yards. And then again, you had the, the, the person that they would look to often, Jonathan Penix, had one catch for 30 yards. So, um, but then, you know, we, we get into, um, you know, uh, Glenver, which you know, had a had a great season. Um, they had uh, they were led in rushing by um, Shane Gibson. Had 14 carries, 99 yards, one TD. Um, Elijah Carter, six carries, 32 yards. Um, then you get into uh, the passing part. Um, Dalyot, I got to make sure I'm saying his name right. Doyot. Yeah, Doyot. Yeah. Thank you, gentlemen. Um, Doyot was 18 for 29, 194 yards. 
He had one TD and two interceptions. Um, on the receiving end, you know, some of his favorite, you know, were, were obviously Gabriel Ford, four carries, uh, four catches for 49 yards, one TD. And then, you know, when you look at the returns, huge part for Jackson Swanson, he had returns. He had four returns for 155 yards and one TD. Would have been yeah. two TDs. Would have been two. It was called back. But it was a, you know, just a, it was a great evening and it was a good game of football. And, you know, one of the things which, um, which was hard and I, I, I forget it too often. But, I mean, it was really difficult to sit there after the game. And, and I watched Coach Clifford. I mean, he went around to almost every player. And yeah. there was, you know, tears being shed. But, I mean, he went around. And, you know, the thing I really enjoyed, you know, I hated to see it, but it was something nice to see. Right. Was to see Coach Clifford. He went around, you know, and he, he basically visited with almost every kid. And I know he visited with all the seniors. And, sure. And, you know, we, we always like to try to get um, – you know, some conversations with them or interview right. afterwards, but um, it just wasn't to be that night. He sort of looked at me and said, you know, not not a lot I could say, and that's one yeah. of the times when, even though I'm pretty new at this, I didn't press him. I sure. said, thanks, Coach, and, and moved away. Well, one of the things that I kept hearing last night from the fans, and they kept yelling it out towards the field, was, this is our year. This right. is our year. You know, they're they're trying to get those kids psyched up and everything like that. This is football. This is like any sport that these kids will play, especially when they get to their senior year. These kids, a lot of these kids will never put on a helmet again. Yep. They'll never put on pads again. Uh, you know, there's a song out right now, five more give me five more minutes. And Scotty. Scotty McQuarrie, give me five yep. more minutes. And talks about the next time I come into the stadium, I'll have to buy a ticket. Got to pay. And so it it is. It's one of those things where it, it breaks your heart to watch these kids come off of that field for the last time because, you know, the blood, the sweat, the tears, uh, just the camaraderie that you have gained with these young men over the years. You know, these are your brothers. These are the guys you go into battle with every Friday night, and it all stops right there. Yep. You hate to see anybody lose, but this is the nature of the beast. And, uh, you know, Appomattox came out with the win last night. So. And you can tell Appomattox obviously had watched what Glenbury yeah. had done. Yeah. And, you know, they were they were tight on the, the passes. And right. uh, Penix was always back there near one of the receivers, and he's not a young man you want near him. So You know, the one thing that I really noticed last night was the quarterback keeping the ball for Appomattox. They would, oh, he ran it a lot. He ran it a lot. They would need four or five yards, yeah. and, boy, he would just – he'd put that ball, look like he was getting ready to throw, and he'd just take off. And yeah, he was, he was a big – he was a pretty big kid, too, as well. Uh, yeah. Yep, so that – 6'3". Yeah. Yep. So, so, he yeah, he could get you four or five yards in a heartbeat, and he Grayson did it. Peterson. Yeah, yeah, he did at times. Yep. Yeah, well, you know, when you got somebody like Jonathan Penix in the back – field you yeah. got to respect him yes so that's going to open up the quarterback and right. and they're smart enough to know hey they're going to focus on Penix, right. and uh, we're going to have some other opportunities but uh, you know i keep thinking about jackson you know jackson's swan song you know jackson yes. swanson yep uh but uh you know uh what a great career he had there was a lot of young young guys that had had great careers at glenburn they'll be back sure <laughs> clifford will be back right uh you know they they just they have a they have a program uh, over there that produces winners, and uh, Coach Clifford's a winner. They, and, they also uh, have they also have a uh, 
a quarterback that's going to be there, be there for, for the next three years. years. And yeah. I mean, I'm telling you, he he grew a lot. He's Not only, yeah, he did. He yeah. it, it their their team changed when he assumed that role. Um, there his the team changed. Right. Yeah. yeah. And and Doyot's only a freshman, as Jimmy was talking about. So he will be back. You know, obviously he's got to have a, a cast around him. Uh, he can't do it alone, but they've got good players in the system, and, and and they'll be back. And let me address one thing that I heard fans making comments last night about. <laughs> uh, they would get into the – Doyle would get into the shotgun. Yeah. And they would hike the ball to him, and he would down it. You know, I know in years past you weren't able to just, you know, throw the ball into okay. the dirt, yeah. you know, in the shotgun. Right. But they, you know, the Virginia High School League has changed that rule because so many teams are using the shotgun. Now right. you can, but I heard fans last night going, that's a penalty. That's a penalty. And it's like, it's not a penalty. Just to let you know, he wasn't doing anything wrong. Virginia High School League has said now that so many teams are using the shotgun. You can get that snap back and hit it into the dirt to stop that clock. Right. Yeah. Right. Good call out there, Coach. Well, I, I kept hearing that. Anything. No, I kept hearing that last night going, it's a penalty, it's a penalty. And it's like back a couple of years ago, it was a penalty. Right. But now it's not because of so many teams using that for, right. you know, formation. All right, we got a couple of interviews here just of players. Uh, let's listen to, uh, actually, um, uh, we got Robert Anderson talking with Jackson Swanson after the game. So let's uh, listen to Jackson. I was just thinking of him when it happened. So. Yeah. yeah, and you took it. Uh, yeah. I mean, did you? It had to be a sick feeling when you saw the flag. Oh, yeah. Did you see it flying or did you? No, I mean, I was still going. I, I turned around because every single time, you, you never, like, on a punt return, kick return, there's always going to be a flag somewhere. It's just whether or not they call it. And I was turning around. I was like, please don't let there be a flag. And I saw it. I was that's just how it is sometimes. So I was surprised they gave you one more time. I know. There. I mean, I thought they were going to run the clock out. Yeah. You? I mean, how did you almost think it was going to be over before then? Or? I mean, I think we. I don't think we thought it was over till the, the final whistle. I mean, we worked really hard. I mean, we played hard. We did our best, and we had fun out there. Same team again, 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 again. What's, what's it going to take? I think to beat these guys. I mean, hey, Coach Clifford's always doing the right thing. He's always in the weight room. I mean, I think we're the uh, the hardest working team out here. I mean, we don't always have the dogs like other teams like they do um but i mean we always work hard and we have players that that'll do their best and have fun so i think that coach clifford will get them right i tell you you know it's hard to talk after a loss when you're a senior like that your season's over your career may be over i don't know if jackson's going to go play somewhere else he, he could certainly mm-hmm. not a big guy but um but you know uh you know hats off to him standing up and and talking to the to the media afterwards and it was great to hear his voice well, you know, just the feeling, like he said, of running that ball in, and you're a hero. Mm. You have just scored the touchdown that's given you the lead, and you turn around, and there's a flag on the play. Yeah. And the yep. first thing in your mind is, is it on us or is it on them? Right. And then to come out to find out it's on us, and it negates that touchdown, and it it's heartbreaking. I thought it was interesting, his comment about, on every kickoff and every punt, yes, there could be a flag. I well, mean, he just assumes there there would be. So, and, it's just, and we know that one of the plays and one of the you know the penalties that will get called just about every time somebody hits somebody in the back, yeah, because they're all chasing this guy down the field, and somebody's trying to throw a block. Yep, and, next and there's thing a lot know, of momentum going. Yeah. And I mean, it's difficult to. Right. Stop. Yeah. Yeah. Same thing in college and uh, pros. Yeah. You see that almost every time there is a punt or a kickoff return, there's a penalty mm-hmm. when it goes for a long, a long gainer. You know, I think they're rolling the dice a lot of times. They're thinking, 
hey, I may get caught, I may not. Right. But this could spring it. Well, and, and it just gotta, happens. And you got to think of the angle you're coming in as well. Yeah. Do I get him on the side and knock him down, or is he just a foot ahead of me to where I hit him in the back? They're close sometimes. They're close sometimes. And, and after looking at the photos from it, um, right. it that kid would have gotten or most likely could have tackled Jackson. Now, okay. whether he would have or not, I don't right. know because he's so hard to get a hold of. But yeah. the, the angle he was coming, he, he could have. I mean, it did definitely – Throw all. We got stuff. pictures from the game. We do have pictures from Where the game. Where are they? Yeah, they're, yeah, on Crunchy MVP. They're not there yet, but the ones okay. that I've looked at so far. Yeah, oh, that's cool. So you want to check those out? I mean, it's cool to see uh, the photos after these games. Even if you're at the game, you know, you'll see things you didn't see when you were actually watching it. All right, um, I'm going to jump ahead to the uh, to the games today. Let's okay. let's talk about those. Um, the first one, 1 o'clock, uh, one of our crunch teams, George With the Maroons, versus Grayson County. This is a, this is a repeat um, of a game, you know, earlier this year that George With won. I, I think that's a little bit of a trap sometimes. It you is. know, you beat somebody and you think, okay, you know, we can beat them. But uh, the other team has a little bit more motivation after losing once, and, and uh, you got to be careful. But um, this one's going to be a good game. Uh Coach Stephen James, the former Pulaski County Cougar coach, is down there at uh, Grayson County doing a good job. They got a good offensive line. Uh, they're two law. They were they're eleven and two. Their two losses were to Galax and George With. Uh, they avenged the Galax game last week, so they've already got one down. Now they're coming after George With. They got a strong line. Uh, fullback Chase Pools, a guy to watch. The quarterback also and plays defensive end Austin Dow is another guy to watch for Grayson County. Coach Brandon Harner with uh, George With, what a great season he's had. You know, he's always had that twinkle in his eye all year long. You know, we could be pretty good. Yep, he's, yes. always, he's always said, you know, we, we got a pretty good team. We could really make a run here. And, um, you know, you got the Jolly brothers, uh, Ben, uh, number six, and Luke, number two, out there running around. And, and they really started to excel when uh, actually Luke got hurt and uh, Tandem Smith took over the quarterback yep. uh, role for them. Uh, and, and really that Galax game was the one where they beat Galax earlier in the year. That's the one where Tandem really showed his what he can do, throwing and running. And when uh, Luke Jolly came back, they they spread those three guys out, uh, both Jolly's and Smith, and, and they're, they're tough to stop. Uh, big guy on the line I really like, Owen Repass, um, big number 68. He's fun to watch. Uh, he gets out and leads a lot of the runs and uh, just a tough guy. But... This one's going to be a good game. It starts at one today. It's down there at George With, and again, this is uh, this is um, the second time these guys are meeting. So, uh, you know, it's uh, it's wide open. You know, I hate playing a team two times <laughs> in a season. I do, and especially beating them the first time because usually they're going to return the favor in the second game. Well, you don't want to lose the first one, Coach. Well, hey, I'd much rather lose it and then go beat them. You know, no, the, that's... but that's the thing is that you take a look at the. Uh, October 28th, and then you look at November 4th, you had George With and Galax there in Grayson County sitting there going, okay, got one back last week. Now we try to get the other one back this week. Yep. And those are the two games you got to make up for. And, you know, I would much rather lose those games in the middle of the year yep. instead of losing those games now. You know, Grayson County, they're 10-2 and two right now, and boy, don't be surprised if uh, they come out rolling tonight because they want that win back. Yeah, and it's a uh, a one o'clock game, so it'll be interesting playing during the day instead yeah. of the. Because let me tell you, it's dark 
at George Wythe at night. Okay. (laughs) I was there last week, and it's, so it's, you know, a a great tradition they have. They come down through the middle of the, of of the stadium, you know, which is really cool to see them come down. So it ought to be a great game. They were uh, very welcoming to me last week when I was there. I met the principal on the sidelines, nice lady, and. Um, it was a, a great atmosphere for, for the Maroons, so nice. it'll be a good game tonight. Yeah, yep. I like yeah it. we're looking forward to seeing how that one comes out. Again, two really good teams. All right, uh, another game, a lot of interest here in, in the Valley <laughs> and over in the Hill City. Uh, the 5 o'clock game has Salem versus EC Glass. Uh, the Spartans and the Hilltoppers going at it, and I tell you, these two don't care much for each other, which makes for a great setting uh, of a good game. Uh, Salem's coming off that big win over Louisa County, uh, 54-37. I always want to point something out. You know, when I heard Holter after the game talking to his crew, he 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 was already saying, hey, enjoy this one, but we got another one coming up. Right. Heard the same thing out of Wilkins when he was talking to his team. Are you guys satisfied? Are you done yet? Yeah. And they said no. Right. And and the, the trouble you run into in the playoffs sometimes with young, especially with young players, is they have a big emotional win over somebody they've struggled to beat, and they can't get back up for the next one. Sure. It takes them a while. And, right. Uh, you know, uh, we, we heard earlier uh, a coach talking about, you know, don't let uh, – Coach Wilkins talking about don't let one loss lead to two. Yeah. Uh, don't let one win lead to a loss because, you, you know, right. you, you didn't get ready for the next one and put that one behind you. Yeah. And this is a dis- different atmosphere, too. You literally just come out of the jungle when you're Salem. I'm yeah. talking that was when you go to Louisa County, and we laugh about it, but that is a showman's atmosphere. It's a circus. It really is. It's crazy up there. And now you're coming down to, you know, EC Glass, where the only thing you're going to hear is death bells all day because that's what you, boom. you know, boom, boom. boom. You're going to hear that constantly. And it's a it's a totally different different atmosphere. So right. you get yourself to a level to like you said, you're so high up, and then all of a sudden you got to come back down a little bit, and it it can mess with some teams. Well, you know, Salem's got their usual cast of achievers. Uh, you know, Peyton Lewis, uh, the yeah, the sprinter, the state champion. Uh, he is a he's a load, and he's a physical guy. He doesn't just run outside; he'll run over you. Quarterback Deron Wilson really played well, managed the game well last week against Louisa County. Javion Jones, uh, the fullback, number 21, uh, you know, Salem runs that fullback trap. Yeah. If you don't stop that fullback trap, you're not beating Salem. Right. Now, Glass has the big boys inside to Mm. jam that up. Yeah. And they're going to have to do it, and then they're going to have to continually be vigilant looking for that fullback trap. But, um, you know, uh, Wilson, I mean, they'll they'll throw it too. Wilson had three TD passes, you know, two of them to Lewis, or one to Lewis, one to Coe. The, uh, one tight end and one to Jalen Allen, the other tight end. So, I mean, they spread the ball around. The thing I noticed about Salem last week, at least to my eyes, it looked like they were playing a smaller defensive line. They had Rakes, 36 at nose guard. McBride's probably the only guy with really some size out there, 69. Barlow's on the edge. He's not a big guy. You had linebackers Allen, Cole, and Warmay played really well uh, at linebacker. And then, so, you know, you had a different, you had a quicker lineup. Right. Uh, and, and Louisa County had a big line, which Glass has a big line. So let's talk about Glass. Glass is led by the Red Rocket, George White at quarterback. I mean, if he gets hot, mm. it's yeah. trouble yeah. for Salem. 
uh, because he can really spin it, and uh, he's got a bunch of great receivers. Um, his running back linebacker, Mike Thomas, has really come on. Uh, wide receivers, three Vire, Mosby at number 10, and 14, Sam Treacy. Great uh, receivers, great targets for him. Yeah, and one of the things that I've noticed this year about George that probably wasn't there last year is his ability to run. I mean, he's he's getting out more running, and he didn't yeah. do that as much last year, and and that that throws something in the cog. Well, and one thing with EC Glass as well, you know, EC Glass doesn't mind allowing the other team to score 21, 24 points on you because they're scoring 50 points right. on you. They don't mind giving up that many mm-hmm. points, and that's the thing that Salem's got to remember. You got to be careful because Louisa County, you gave up 37 on Louisa County last, you know, Mm-hmm. You got You got to be careful because if you give EC Glass thirty-seven points, they'll liable just beat you straight out for the simple fact of that's a lot of points for George White. Well, the, the one game that EC Glass EC Glass has only lost one game. They lost yeah. it to Heritage. The game they lost, Heritage fooled White into throwing some passes that they intercepted. He, right. They baited him into some things and they put pressure on him, so he didn't have a lot of time. Um, but you know that's really the key to EC Glass is you've got to put pressure on the quarterback and you've got to bait some of those right. interceptions out there. I don't know if Salem can pull that off or not, but Coach Woody, and this is a great coach matchup, Coach yeah. Woody at EC Glass against Coach Holter at Salem. These two guys are really good at what they do, and I, I look for this one to go down to the wire. On, on defense, let me just say for Glass, a couple guys that stand out on the defensive line, Jerry Cashwell, mm. um, Big number 42. He's a big guy. He came right. from Amherst County. Yeah. He's at EC Glass now, and, and he got his first touchdown last week. <laughs> Carried the ball into the end zone uh, uh, as a fullback. But wow. he, he's a guy that really um, – he also leads when they need short yardage. He's the guy. Yeah. He's, he's the one pushing pushing the guys out of the way. And then Maquan Farmer, number 33. This guy, he's not tall, but he's big and he's tough. He, it's going to be those two guys – and and certainly Mike Thomas at linebacker that are going to have to stop. Um, they're going to have to stop Jalen, uh, the the fullback uh, Javion Jones for Salem. If you know to 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 be able to to take this game, so it's going to be an interesting game. Either team can win. They don't like each other. Mike. Yeah, don't try to play catch up in this game. You know that's the thing. You you've got to, every punch that's thrown, every swing that's thrown. You got to stay right there with it. Don't let one of these teams get up fourteen to you know zero because they may not let you back in the ball game. Absolutely, you can't let them get away. All right, last game we're going to talk about the the last game tonight, seven o'clock Heritage at LCA. This is the second second game between these two. LCA got them fourteen to six at Williams Stadium earlier. They're playing at Williams Stadium tonight. Um, Coach Rocco versus Coach Bradley. Say no more. Two great coaches that really get after it. For, uh, for Heritage, the guys that stand out for me, a big defensive tackle, tight end, Terrell Washington, mm. number three. He is a load. Quarterback, Hov Bateman, number nine, can really throw it and runs the ball really well. He'll fool you. Uh, Rajon Booker at running back. Uh, Marquez Wood, he was our player of the week last week uh, in Lynchburg. He's the middle linebacker. He had to step in and play offensive line last week and did a great job. Coach uh, Bradley was really pleased with him. Marcus White's a defensive back wide receiver that always stands out. Number 23 for Heritage. He makes plays. And then watch out for big number 78, uh, Graves, on the line uh, for Heritage. He's a guy they like to run behind. For LCA, it's the sophomore. If he's going to play or not, Gideon Davidson really makes him go. Uh, if not, they're going to have uh, 
his brother, Caleb Davidson, carrying the ball back there and playing linebacker. Eli Castaneda mm-hmm. has done a great job, number 24, running the ball in Gideon's absence. He's a hard runner. Joe Borchers is going to have to have a big night at quarterback. Jaden Skates uh, catching the ball and also playing defensive back is a long wide receiver that does a good job. And the two guys that really could turn this uh, one way or the other it, on the line, uh, 78, only a sophomore, Eastern Ware, yeah. is just a beast. And then Tyler Murray, just as much a beast on the other side, number 56. So two big guys that, that will play a big role tonight. Yeah, October 13th. That's the day that you've got to remember, and especially for Heritage. And it's one of those things that, you know, we were laughing earlier about the, the show Yellowstone. And, yeah. and I love Yellowstone. And in that show, John Dutton tells one of the guys, hey, he has something of mine and I want it back. Well, guess what? Yeah. He's got something of mine, a win, and I want it back. So don't be surprised if Heritage walks out at the Uh-oh, window tonight. Uh-oh, Coach Crystal, Crystal Ball's out. I, out I, like, I like Heritage tonight. I, th- I think they go back and get that win. We didn't hear your Crystal Ball in the game before that. Are you, you playing you, it? Cool? You, I don't, I don't want to make anybody angry. <laughs> I, I like EC Glass in that game over Salem. Tonight. How about that? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Very good. There All right. Go. We're going to take a quick break. We come back, we're going to have um, – we're going to have uh, the old coach from Virginia Tech, Coach Beamer, on the line and talking about his high school days. So stay with us. You're listening to Crunch Time on WPLY. Hey, Berman Clark here from Unaris. We are an independent insurance agency with a local touch who has been serving individuals, families, and businesses for over 30 years right here in Southwest VA. Why should you choose Munaris? We can simplify your insurance plan while providing concierge-like benefits management. Find out more. Give us a call at 540-563-1005 or check us out at MunarisBenefits.com. Munaris, here to help with all your insurance needs. Hey, Roanoke, Chuck Baker here from Haley Toyota. It's our 19th annual Yes Member celebration. Yes, we have a great inventory of local trade-ins, certified Toyotas, and Haley Preferred cars to fit just about any budget. Yes, new inventories are still low. However, we do have a few Camrys, 4Runners, Highlanders, and trucks available for immediate delivery. Or order yours today. Come order yours now during our Yes Member event. Yes Member means saving thousands on your next new or used Toyota. And yes, Haley has it for less. The NFL Barber Twins for Pittman Construction. A Ronde, football players know a lot about building. To be at the top of our game, we build on our knowledge and skill every day. And our former Cavalier teammate, Walt Deary at Pittman Construction, knows a lot about building, too. So call Walt for your construction projects, whether you're remodeling or building from the ground up. Pittman Construction will go the extra yard just for you. Call Walt or his dad, Bud Deary, at Pittman Construction at 427-2001. That's Pittman Construction at 427-2001. Southern Air is your heating and cooling solution in your home and your business. Understanding how to maintain these systems is a career, and one you can pursue without spending a dollar on tuition or books. Whether you're a high school senior or looking to start a new career, Southern Air's apprenticeships pay you to learn a trade. HVAC, electrical, plumbing, sheet metal, welding, and more. You don't need a college degree to be a success. Learn more at southern-air.com slash careers today. Southern Air, your HVAC fix since 1946. Southern Air, a proud sponsor of high school sports in Central and Southwest Virginia. 
Hey, football fans, I'm Jason Bialik, VP of Mortgage Lending with Guaranteed Rate, right here in Southwest Virginia. Working with a local mortgage expert to navigate through today's real estate market is more important than ever. Get pre-approved on our fast digital mortgage at rate.com forward slash Roanoke, or call me 540-915-8441, and our team will help you win. Equal housing lender, subject to credit approval, NMLS, ID number 210454, company NMLS number 2611, nmlsconsumeraccess.org. At Boxley Materials, we have a long-standing reputation of fair pricing, reliable service, and a willingness to work closely with our clients. Let us show you how Boxley can work for you. 1-800-442-8878. Boxley is a proud supporter of high school football in Central and Southwest Virginia. Interested in joining our team? Visit boxley.com forward slash careers. Crunch time, everybody. Uh, I know one thing I'm going to try to do. <laughs> I'm going to try to get me some cheerleaders to say, you know, put me and Dave, Dave the boss Ross, in there, included with Carl and Coach Randy. Well, that's nice. That's yeah. really nice. Uh, didn't you try to do that last week? And they say that's the show. I that wasn't and there on, last. <laughs> <laughs> All right, another great advertiser, Ginger's Jewelry, best in the business. It's where I shop. Everyone I know gets what they need from Ginger, engagement rings, wedding rings, bracelets, everything. Uh, she's got a great deal going on right now. Uh, some packages over there. You got to check it out. Uh, it goes, it, it was for Black Friday, but it goes beyond. It goes all the way to Christmas. Yeah. Uh, get in there and check them out. Some great, just some great specials. And, and uh, uh, you know, if you want to get somebody something special for Christmas, yes. Ginger's your and let me and let me just say, if you're buying one of the packages, yeah, and not too many people know about this, uh -oh. but Ginger's got a prize wheel behind the counter. Mm. If you ask for the prize wheel to be brought up, she'll bring the prize wheel up. I love mm. that prize wheel. You have to ask for it. Yep. It's not just going to be sitting around. You've <laughs> got to ask for it and go in there and say, "Hey, I listen to Crunch," and Ginger will pull the prize wheel out for you. Last it. year, I pulled. I did that you did? when I bought something for Lisa, and the thing I got. Lisa loved it as well. So it's like I got two gifts for her See? for the price of one. That's like awesome. Great. That's awesome. Thanks, Ginger. Well, she does a great job, and, and uh, we're all for Ginger in, in here. Uh, certainly, she, she supports us. We support her. All right. It's time for our Haley Toyota Legendary Coaches Players uh, segment uh, this week. Our featured Legendary Coach is Coach Frank Beamer, who was an assistant coach at Radford. Let's uh, give Coach Beamer a listen. Where were you born and raised? Well, I was actually uh, born born in uh, Mount Airy, North Carolina, Andy Griffith. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and but actually, I uh, grew up across the mountain there in uh, Fancy Gap, Virginia. Fancy and, Gap. Yeah, Fancy Gap, and uh, went to high school at Hillsville High School. It's now Carroll County High School, but uh, by the time it was Hillsville High School. And so uh, that's where I'm from. Oh, that's awesome. So when when were you in high school? What what year was that? Uh, sixty. Yeah, I graduated in sixty five. Okay. Uh, and then uh, went to Virginia Tech and uh, graduated there in sixty nine. What what uh, I got to ask you? So was your was your father a coach? Was it in the bloodlines or? No. My father wasn't a coach, but uh, he was. Uh, he worked for the highway department 
was a highway engineer, but uh, he was a sports uh, fanatic. Oh. I mean, he would sit up and listen to the radio to get the scores of baseball games. It started out with the New York Giants, but then they moved to San Francisco. And then it was the San Francisco Giants, and that's, that was his team. So now he wait up, uh, wait up for three or four in the morning wow. to get a score for the San Francisco Giant game. So uh, you know he 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 knew all about uh, scores and really uh, got involved with athletics. In high school, what position did you play? I played quarterback. I was uh, a little short, five nine. <laughs> quarterback, we had this passing game that no one did back then, so we were throwing the ball a, a bunch, so now you got the publicity because of how you were playing, and, and then we were able to win, played for the conference championship my senior year. We didn't win it, but we played for it, and so uh, that's what I'm talking about. I think if it hadn't been for how we played, I'm not sure I would have ever I gotten the scholarship to Virginia Tech, so uh, Chris Thompson Tommy Thompson changed my life, really. I love hearing that. Um, so, so who was in the district back then? That that was a different world back then. You played the yeah, big boys. It yeah, it was uh, Blacksburg, Whitfield, Christiansburg, uh, Narrows, Giles. Uh, no, not Giles. Uh, they consolidated there. But uh, Galak, you know, it was a great uh, little Pulaski. Yep. You know, now they've consolidated. But Dublin, it was in the league, so... Uh, but it was a great league back then. But it was really tough, right? I mean, those teams, those schools were, some of those schools were a lot bigger probably than Hillsville. Yeah, yeah, it was. And uh, But it, it was, uh, you know, uh, there in southwest Virginia was a good, it wasn't too far to anywhere unless you were trying to get to Parisburg and there is. That that was a little bit of a trip, but right. uh, but you know it's a great little league. Bro. So you when you graduated high school, you went on to Virginia Tech and played defensive mm-hmm. back, right? Yeah, I came in as a quarterback. About one day and a half, they moved me to defensive <laughs> back. I haven't forgiven for that yet. <laughs> well, the quarterback. Didn't always... think I got a fair shot on that one. <laughs> well, the quarterback always wants the ball in his hand, so yeah. Yeah, that's funny. Well, you know, I, I know that uh, uh, defensive or, or quarterbacks that become defensive backs, for whatever reason, they just kind of know how that mind works on the other side of the ball. Yeah. They always seem to make good defensive backs. Yeah, back then, uh, back then they. Uh, I think they brought in sixty guys. Maybe I think it's more like sixty-six. Brought in like eight or nine quarterbacks, and, and back then they kind of recruited quarterbacks because they generally were the better athlete on the team, and and uh, and I think that's kind of what happened. About half of us moved over to defense, and uh, you know, and that's kind of the way it worked. What uh, what what do you think the most? And again, we're talking really about high school. What's what's the most important ingredient to a great team? Do you think? Oh, I think uh, chemistry. Oh, okay. Uh, caring about each other. Uh, I go back. We uh, we had a team and had a couple of first round draft choices and friction kind of book. I started breaking out, and I'm sure it started breaking out in the dressing room. And had a good team, and we won like our first six games, and then we lost our last five, something like that. And and it was kind of all chemistry. And, and, you know, the two good players, the, you know, fights were breaking out practice. Hmm. And, and uh, then the next year we had a team that wasn't nearly as good from a talent standpoint, 
But the chemistry, uh, we had a quarterback that really got us all going in the same direction. And and we were really tied as a football team. And we ended up winning and going and playing in the Sugar Bowl. Wow. So uh, I said, wait a minute. Here was, here was a team with a lot of talent. But we were, you know, we just didn't, you know, the chemistry among the players weren't was not good. And then we took a team with less talent. But the chemistry was great, and we, you know, achieved so much more. So that was a big lesson for me right there. How, can you coach that? I mean, you may, and can you recruit that? How, how do you well, get chemistry? Yeah, I, I think uh, how you handle things and, uh, you know, we break, we'd break uh, the huddle every day. And I learned to call them people that I wanted, that I knew was going to say the right thing. You yeah. know, how teams break up and the player – one player speaking to the team for a minute or a couple of minutes and saying something. Well, it got to be where I would uh, name the player that I wanted to finish us up for the day. And it was the guy that I knew was going to say the right thing from a chemistry standpoint. Right. And the son, and a player that the kids would listen to. Right. You know, sometimes the guy's talking and nobody's, no one's listening. And so, uh, yeah, I, I think you can, can uh, control chemistry a couple of different ways in your, within your football team, for sure. I tell you, I love hearing Coach Beamer. I mean, uh, yes. talking about the, the good old days and stuff. I love to hear these guys uh, talk about their high school experience and where they came from and sure. you know how, how they grew up. And I, I just think that's important to understand uh, where people come from. Well, especially when you're local. Yeah. Because that, you know, and you take a look. And one of the things that always amazes people here in the Valley is, and Dave, I know you've had a lot of interaction with Coach Beamer over the years. Do you ever sit there and think to yourself that, you know, I'm sitting in a room with a legendary coach. This man is number four and all-time win. And you never think of that. He's so humble and he's so nice oh, yeah. and he's so kind. You, ne- you never think that this man is a legend in college football. Well, that's the way a lot of these coaches are that are, you know, whether yeah. it be high school or college, they, you know, they are humble. Right. And uh, that's what makes them more than just coaches. It makes them uh, good people. Yeah. And big shout out to Cheryl, Cheryl Beamer. I'm talking, she is the, the rock to yeah. Frank Beamer. There is no doubt. She's the rock to Shane Beamer. Yeah. And I'm talking that young lady, she just, I'm talking, she takes care of them men so well and just makes sure that everything's going right with them and. Uh, just a lovely lady. Great yeah. to be around. Well, yeah. you know, I remember when Shane was, of course, at Blacksburg High School. Okay. And uh, did a game, Blacksburg and Northside. And Shane was the player of the game. Had a heck of a game uh, against Northside. Yeah. No, great win last week. He's he's literally changing the culture down he's in South Carolina. He's a heck of a coach. Don't be surprised here in a few years that... Uh, he makes his way on up to Blacksburg. Oh, here we you, go. You know it's going to happen one day. I get Crystal it. ball. Yeah, Crystal you know it's, it's bound to happen one day. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, we, we appreciate the coach and uh, Coach Beamer. Uh, all right. So um, let's move on to our grade eight debate. We don't have much to debate because all the teams haven't played yet, although we do know that some of our teams in the eight have been beaten. Uh, Patrick Henry was eight the last we did this. Uh, they've been knocked out. Radford got knocked out. They were number seven. North Cross won a state championship. They were six. Botetot just got beat last night. Um, they were five. And then our top four are still in here. They're actually all playing today. So 
Four is Heritage, three is LCA. That's one game. And then two Salem and one is EC Glass. That's the other. So interesting that uh, our top four are squaring off. There's going to be two winners and two losers. Yeah, but I, I've, I've got a new number one. What? Yes, I've got a new number one. Were there's they only on the eight at all? There's only one state champion right now. How about that? And that's North Cross. So North Cross is number one in my poll this week. They're state champions. Uh, the other teams, you got to go find yours. But right now, North Cross... Uh, you've so let me got get this straight. Title. So if North Cross, if somebody else wins the state championship, then you're going to reevaluate. If we have two, yes, we'll reevaluate. Yes, we'll reevaluate. Okay. You know, but so right I'm, now North Cross is number one. They've got a state. Sure, they've coach. got a state title trophy <laughs> sitting at that school. So just want to make sure. Yes. Hey, so the teams that are still in it, at least the crunch teams. Let me just tell you where they ended up in the uh, uh, VHSL uh, top ten. Um, George With still in it. They're number five in one A. Um, so Riverheads one, Central Lunenburg's two, Essex three. Those are the only teams above them. And two A, uh, Glenver just got beat, so that's our last two A team. And three A, we still have Liberty Christian, who's number two. Heritage is number four. Botetot's number five. Botetot just got knocked out. And Christiansburg is number eleven. Okay. So, what's that? Wow. Yeah, I mean, it's amazing yeah. you know, how good the team Phoebus is number one. Lafayette, who's knocked out, they were number three. So Lake Taylor is number tied for five. We're tied with Botetot at number five. Lake Taylor and Phoebus play today. So that's going to be interesting to kind of uh, see how that shakes out. Uh, and then 4A, Glass is number two. Salem's number 13. So you got two guys uh, facing off there. So, uh, again, that's kind of where our crunch teams are right now. So, um all right, Jimmy, uh, before we get out of here, I know you covered the volleyball. Uh, just take a few minutes uh, to kind of recap volleyball, do if I, you would. Uh, do I? It's time. Oh, well. Do I get a volleyball song? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> volleyball. And we're going to get to hear you sing twice, Coach, because <laughs> oh, the Jimmy thing's Jimmy coming before long. Awesome. Okay. But just, uh, uh, you know, having followed the local teams, and it's, it's pretty amazing to um, – to get to see three local teams playing for a state championship right here. So yeah. we had, um, you know, Hidden Valley, which was unbeaten up until this, you know, which was a, a hard pill to swallow to, right. to lose in the state championship game. Uh, but, you know, a great bunch of young ladies uh, have a great coach with Carla Pond. And, um, you know, it was uh, – I, I won't say that I didn't – uh, I felt closer to them just because, you know, I'd photographed them a lot throughout okay. the season. And so, um, you know, hated to see that. But, you know, as I mentioned to a parent, you know, there's a lot of teams that would love to play for a state championship. So yeah. the fact that they were playing and, you know, there's a lot of teams that would love to have been second. Right. So anyway, but so you've not heard the last of them because no. they're losing one senior, uh, Abby Crosser, and, you know, they're going to come back with a vengeance and okay. i have a feeling coach pond is counting the days right now Ooh. yes so anyway and then a quick shout out for glenver uh glenver you know they were they were their volleyball team is something else i mean okay. they, they really are they are a great bunch of young ladies um so they they back-to-back -back wins you know and um so that was a great accomplishment for for glenver and then we jumped down to the single A, which was Auburn. And Auburn, you know, uh, came out with a win. And it's actually a four-peat. So nice. uh, it was a great, you know, venue at the Salem Civic Center. Um, you know, as a photographer, great lighting, very dramatic lighting in there. So it was a, it was a, nice, uh, a nice Saturday. And 
you know, you had two locals that brought the ring home and one that, right. you know, is, I'm sure, still still going Staying. through the pain yeah. of not. Yeah, right. exactly. So, yep. All right, then it's we time. Had what, then we had, what, Auburn? Auburn, he's, that's what I he said, just, the four yeah. feet. I don't know. I just mentioned that. I, yeah. You know. <laughs> Auburn won Auburn. the fourth, fourth championship. The fourth. Nice. Get, your, get yourself ready, Coach. I'm ready, buddy. All right, here we go. We're getting ready for the Jimmy thing, so let's uh, have the theme music. Are we ready, Coach? It's Jimmy, time Jimmy, 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 Jimmy. for the Jimmy thing. I'll tell you, Coach, <laughs> having the chance to get to do that twice, that <laughs> second know. time, man, you really brought Look it. That. So there but you I go. Do. I'm a professional. <laughs> yep, so here it is, the Jimmy thing. With it just being Thanksgiving, it really had me thinking about being thankful. So here's a crunch time acronym for thankful. Okay. Okay. So T is for the teams, which is 38 teams that we cover here at the Crunch. H is for halftime and all the great bands we get to hear. A is for a great time, which we all have during the show. N is for North Cross, who just won a state championship. K is for Knights, and I would say Cave Spring Knights, who Coach says will win a state championship in three years. Nice. F is for Fleming, All right. which is Coach's favorite team yeah. and alma mater. U is we are thankful for all you who are listeners and sponsors. And then L is for when Coach says, let me tell you something, exactly. which always makes me smile. <laughs> exactly. So... That, and I'm thankful for Bellasinos. That's my sponsor for the Jimmy thing. Okay. So visit them at their Delville and Roanoke location. Thank them for sponsoring the Jimmy thing. And get 10% off your order for just saying the Jimmy thing. Nice. And that's my Jimmy thing. There you go. How about that? Look at that. Very nice, Jimmy. All right, so I'm going to wrap this up with uh, the teams that won yesterday across the state. Uh, We didn't talk much about them. I'll, I'll mention the local ones, too. So in Division One uh, last night, Riverheads beat Central Lunenburg, uh, forty-two to thirteen, um, and all three of the other games are playing today, including George With at Grayson County, which we mentioned, and Grundy, and Patrick Henry Glade Springs. That, that'll be an interesting yeah. Grundy's, you know, really six and four, so they're they're kind of a sleeper there. In Division Two, uh, the only game uh, that's yet to be played today is Graham and Ridgeview. Okay, that'll be a good one. Appomattox beat Glimber 38-34. King we- or P- Pocosin beat King William 14-7. And Central Woodstock beat Stroudsburg 34-7. All right, Division Three, uh, two games left. Phoebus at Lake Taylor. Wow. Yeah. That's going to be a good one. Uh, and then our game over in uh, Lynchburg, Liberty Christian at Heritage. That'll, that'll also be another great rematch there. Uh, Brentsville District beat Warren County 35-7 last night. And then Christiansburg beat Botetot 34-7 with two of our crunch teams there as well. Uh, in Division Four, uh, last night Warwick beat Kings Fork 31-19. Uh, EC Glass and Salem play at five. That'll be another game that we're covering. Um, Dinwiddie at King George. This game really uh, has a lot of people uh, wondering how that one's going to come out. Dinwiddie's been so good, but King George is undefeated and just beat Verina last week pretty okay. good. Mm. So that one's a good matchup. And then Loudoun County at Kettle Run, the winner of that will play the winner of EC Glass and Salem the following week. In Division 5, uh, Stonebridge beat Mountain View. Mountain View is the team that knocked out PH. Stonebridge beat them 42 to nothing. Mari beat Nas- uh, Nansamon River. 
55 to 7. Green Run beat Kempsville 50 to 7. And then the only game to play today, this is a good one Highland Springs and LC Bird. Nice. So that's a good one. And then uh, all the Division Six games are yet to be played today. Western Branch, Manchester, Freedom at Patriot, Fairfax at South County, and James Madison at Centerville. Now, with the Graham winner, they get who? The Graham winner okay. gets Appomattox. Is that Appomattox? Yeah. Okay, I was yeah. about to say, if you know, congratulations. You get, yeah, you, you get, get them again. You get Graham if they win. You get out. Yeah. Graham knocked them out last year yeah. as well. So, That's a tough um, team. Yeah, you know, it's funny how these same teams just seem to line up. And, and rarely, you know, do they switch? I mean, it's like the same team keeps sure. winning. No, that's the thing is that, you know, Riverheads, you take a look at Riverheads just because, you know, LB beat them. That doesn't mean they're going to change anything. They're still rolling. Oh, yeah. So they just started a new streak. That's all they did. Well, yeah, they didn't miss a beat. No. Uh, once once Botetop beat them, they, they, to their credit, you know, they just uh, put the pads back on and went to work. That's it. And, uh, you know, um, there, there's several teams. Dinwiddie uh, has a lot of uh, um, tradition there, a good team that wins a lot. We talked about Graham. Uh, Phoebus uh, won the States last year. Okay. Crazy game against LCA where they had two pick sixes that really won the game for them, which is uh, an unusual way to win the game um, against LCA. And then um, we got LCA and Heritage to win there. They're both uh, uh, vying for that championship. Uh, Grundy's the one that kind of gets my attention. I just, yeah. you know, I mean, they're six and four, and they just kind of come out of nowhere, but nobody seems to be able to beat them in the playoffs. Um, so that'll be interesting, but they got Riverheads next if who they was, win. Who was the team a couple of years ago? Was it Christiansburg, Blacksburg, that had, like, just their record wasn't It was very, Blacksburg that won the state championship. Yeah, they won the state championship. So it really, you know, that's the thing. Oh. Even though you're six and four, well, that Never was a sleep on them. That was uh, Dave Chris, uh, uh, Mike Chris' dad, and and I asked him about that, and he said the thing about that was he goes, we were like, I think they were five and five. They just got into the playoffs, but they had three or four guys that had gotten hurt early. Okay, they all came back. Yeah, and when they came back, it changed them you got quite it. a bit. So the people weren't facing the same team they were seeing on film earlier yeah. that year. So it's interesting how that stuff kind of happened. It is, yeah. Don't let six and four fool you. So absolutely not at this stage. No. Yeah. Well, yeah, if you win, I mean, you know, you're if you're here, right. you deserve it. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I mean, it, it's 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 so much fun to watch football uh, right now because yes. uh, it's one and done. I mean, there's no do-overs. It's heartbreaking to watch these games. It because, can be. Yeah, because you're watching these seniors, you know, one group moves on, the other one plays their last game. So it's, you know, it's a little heartbreaking sometimes. Well, it can be ju- jubilant, too. It I mean, can you know, be. You know, yeah. you're watching teams that – that are achieving uh, their goals sure. by winning. But right. some, there's going to be a loser. There's going to be a loser. <laughs> we always say 50% of the teams lose every right. yes. every time they play. Exactly. So, we will not argue with <laughs> there, you. There are no ties. Even Don't do math Coach on the air. to do the halves. Don't do math on the air. You can yeah, win the right. first half. You can win the second yeah, half. You can go. win the whole game. So Here we go. Here we go. All right. Still so trying to um, figure that one out. Great show today. Uh, thanks uh, for your time listening to Crunch Time. Uh, special thanks to uh, Coach Randy, uh, Dave Ross, our man. Um, you know, what a great season we had of the kids filming games, Dave. I mean, just a fantastic job there. We're so happy that you uh, joined us in that venture and brought us into the fold. Uh, what, a, what a great experience that was. Um, it's only good and getting better. Uh, again, thanks to all you fine folks for listening. We got uh, uh, Jimmy Whitaker as well. I'm Carl York. 
Um, yeah, don't forget, you can hear Dave Ross and Ron Meyer today on uh, RTWRTZ. Uh, they'll be calling the Salem EC Glass Game. How about that? Yeah. We almost missed that. That's it. All right, for Kitch Randy, Dave Ross, Jimmy Whitaker, uh, glad to have Aaron York from Guaranteed Rate on the show. I'm Carl York, and you've been listening to Crunch Time on WPLY. And remember, it's, it's all, all for, for him. him. Dot